Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Ryan. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. I can hear you clear. Can you hear me all right? I can. Okay, let me, uh, the first segment of the show, because it's, uh, we did uh, Victoria last week. I went long with the uh, Victoria game, and I cut it short against Miller. So your first segment is going to be 10 minutes, and then the second segment is only five. All right, let me know how we sound on three. One, two. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Coach's Show, brought to you by Access Ford. Access Ford and Lincoln, located on Highway 7. How's that? That does sound good. Okay. Well, we're ready on our end, so just let us know whenever you're ready. All right. It's going to be about two minutes. Two? Yes, sir. Okay, cool. Don't call me sir. Brian, we got Brian tonight, right? Brian. Brian or Brian? Brian with a B. B, so Brian Katana. Yep. Got you, Brian. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. No problem. Over here at the one, I know I got to get it fixed. This one on the left, the yeah. only one. Yeah. yeah, I need to drop them off. But the guy wants two weeks to fix them, so I'm not going to drop them off till the last game, and then I'll give him that extra week to buy a week. Yeah. Last week, yeah. Do you have a commercial roster over there? All right, we're coming down in 30 seconds. All right, thanks. Can you hear us okay? I can. Me too. You got me? Yep. All right, good. The first 15 minutes is silent. Yeah. 20 seconds. Gotcha.
Ten seconds. All right, five seconds. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Coach's Show, brought to you by Access Ford. Access Ford and Lincoln, located on Highway 77 in Five Points. That's right. No need to make that drive into town. Access Ford and Lincoln, large selection of new and used cars in stock. iCart certified body shop, parts department. They have it all right there in Five Points. All you have to do is look for those two giant flags, and it'll take you right to Access Ford. 265-FORD, 265-FORD. Access Ford, proud sponsors of the Coach's Show, coming to you live from Buck Stadium on a Friday night, wet Friday night. Coach Danaher, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mike. I hope the rain goes well. Looks like it's going to. Weather forecast that it's going to. So, go have a good game. AstroTurf here at uh, Buck Stadium. A couple of weeks ago, we were at uh, Cabinus Field. Lots of upgrades they've done here at the CCISD Sports uh, Complex at Cabinus. And here at Buck Stadium, this stadium, I was sitting here a while ago, Coach, waiting for you to come up, and I was actually reminiscing and thinking back of uh, the Lamar game where we uh, played on a cold, cold winter day, and we punted the ball from that corner over there, and just it didn't go anywhere. It didn't go anywhere. I mean, I don't even know when that was. That seemed like it was probably maybe 96, 97, around that time frame, but uh, this stadium has a lot of great memories. Uh, Shirts Clemens, we played here before. I mean, there's just so many great memories of this stadium. It's been such an icon for not only the Corpus Christi area, but a beautiful uh, complex it is. It's very nice. Complex, and I hate to even say this, but I played in the field myself. You know, the Darlington. Yeah, I came up, played, played uh, Ray one year, played Carroll the next year. So, yeah, I played on this field up there. There you go. I tell you what, again, they've done so many changes. It's uh, uh, an icon here in Corpus Christi. Buck Stadium tonight against the Miller Buccaneers. Uh, big district matchup. But, Coach, before we get into Miller uh, Buccaneers, we're going to go back. Last week, I was on some uh, fam- personal family, uh, kept up from the Houston area. And uh, you and I talked about keeping the ball away from Victoria. 41-24. to 24. Congratulations. An impressive victory for your Wildcat boys. Just completely dominated Victoria. Uh, if it wasn't for that late uh, return by Gertie, the 87 yards, you really hold them to less than 14 points, less than 100 yards rushing, and Gertie and, and Sheldon just really not a factor. And what a great game plan by Coach uh, uh, Campbell, but a great executed Offensive game plan by yourself and the Wildcat coaching staff. Well, thank you, Mike. And we did. We played a complete ball game. We we need to do that from here on out too. But uh, our special teams were on. We made one bad punt, but other than that, uh, but our punt return set up that touchdown for us. But you know, honestly, our defense turned, made them turn the ball over. And played great, and our offense executed really well. They did a great job. But uh, you know, looking back at that game, there was a terrible, terrible. Pass interference call on us that changed momentum. Otherwise, that game is forty-one to three. Wow! Because they gave them the ball on about a, I think forty-seven yard gain, and they got a little momentum, took it in, scored, and then we they kick off, we go back down and kick a field goal, kick off to them, and then they ran it back for a touchdown, and they felt like they're back in the game with their fourteen points of it, and we drove the ball back down and got another field goal. But the thing is, is that was a call that was – we couldn't believe he made the call because uh, Forrest Chris made a heck of an interception, caught it like a punt in front of the, in front of the receiver. How could he have been pass interference 
if it was not called earlier, like holding before he took off, it wasn't his call earlier. It was at the point of when we intercepted it. And it changed the momentum. The game kind of gave them hope. And that was a big turnaround. But other than that, the game is a lot more lopsided than what people think it was. 18 first downs for the Wildcats, 12 for Victoria. Only 61 yards passing for Lamb, but 273 yards rushing. Reese Barrett not only had a heck of a game on the defensive side of the ball, but he also helped you on the offensive side of the ball. And, again, just a rushing attack of the Wildcats. We talked about keeping a potent offense like Victoria off the field is one of the main keys. And you had a great performance by your backfield. Gage Lamb, 15 carries, 112 yards, over uh, almost eight yards per carry. Reese Berry, though, carried the brunt of the load, 19 carries for 60 yards, two touchdowns, and Hawkins, 14 for 63. So a great performance by your backfield. Yeah, they did. But when the back gets that kind of yard, that means the line's doing a great job. So, you know, I, I will call out our linemen. We had Ryan Everett at the center. And then we had Carson uh, Tips at the right tackle and Nick Tobar at right guard. Then the other side, our big side, is Matt Cave on the left guard. And then you got left tackle with uh, Logan Thomas. They did, a, they did an outstanding job. And our backs did a good job blocking. I mean, everybody graded out well this week. And we wish we had probably been a little more productive offensive uh, throwing ball. But I got too conservative in the third period. I really did. We were moving the ball and making uh, get the ball down there and scoring early. In the third quarter, uh, we had that lead. And I just kind of played conservative, trying to run the clock as much because I know how explosive they are, and we didn't keep them off off balance enough throwing the ball and running. And uh, you know, I felt like you know when I look back at it, I just got too conservative in the third period. Coach, you know the first quarter you're down three zero. You come up with twenty unanswered points. You're going at halftime. 20 to 3, so uh, you had to be feeling good going into halftime. In the uh, second half, you come up with 21, they come up with 21, the final 41 to 24. You talk about that front line on the offensive side, you got to give credit to that defensive side as well. Those guys on the front line, uh, Monique Ula, Chris Montebeas, and uh, your line, uh, Justin Escobar. Escobar, Escobar. You know, they keep those guys freed up, giving your linebackers testament right there. Ryder Duff, 17 tackles, Reese Barrett, 16. But then Munib Ula also having 11 tackles as well. So yeah. not only do they do a great job of keeping your linebackers free to get to the ball, but they do a great job of attacking and getting some yards, uh, tackles behind the line of scrimmage. And, you know, that's the way it should be. Your linebackers should be the one that wins the most tackles. Your secondary is making the most tackles. Good You're in trouble. Exactly right. And so our defensive front did a good job. So um, uh, did a good job. Yeah, he had several had seven tackles, one for a loss, total for a loss. Again, just trying to name off some of the guys, Coach, but, again, just continuing. Uh, Justice Escobar also with seven tackles. Ula with 11. So between the three of them right there, Coach, that's 25 tackles combined by your front line. Good job. They played a, they played a heck of a ball game. And I, I can't speak enough about how well they played. Special teams, you got a couple of field goals. You always talk about winning two of the three phases of the game. Trent Wilson couple of field goals. We always know about your punt return, always dangerous. Talk a little bit about the special teams, Coach. Well, Trent did a good job, made a long field goal, and then we, we missed one that uh, we kind of rushed. And I, I try to tell our players, yeah, we're kicking field goals. Don't go out there and rush. Get signs running out, take five yards. <clears throat> Once five yards, you're kicking anyway. You know, so don't waste a, 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 a timeout or rush it where we don't get it. You know, just Calm down, take ability, move the yard ball five yards back, just kick it from there. And uh, they got in a hurry, and we did not make a field goal, and that kind of hurt it. But uh, 
other than that, our special teams did well. We had a, like an 11-yard punt, and that was very uncharacteristic of us because we were capable of kicking the ball 35 at the minimum. And if we get a good kick, it could go 55, 60. So, yeah, our special teams, we just broke down a couple of spots. Kalani had a great return. Kalani always does a great job for you, along with Gaddis in the uh, return game. Just real quickly, uh, Wilson in 39-yard field goal, which was good. That was in the third quarter, and then he followed it up in the fourth quarter, also with a 30-yard field goal. So, again, Wilson doing a great job for you on special teams. One thing I do want to point out is the uh, weapons for Victoria. These kids have been just dominating the district. And uh, the uh, offense, or the defense, should I say, uh, Jamarcus Gertie, 19 carries for 28 yards, less than two yards per carry. And then uh, Shelton, 13 carries for 81 yards, did average about 6.2. But those kids are very dangerous, very fast. They're experienced running backs. And to be able to shut those two weapons down, Coach, just a testament to the great game the Wildcats had. It was. It was a great game. Great victory. i tell you what, our band did a great job. Our band played so loud. And they were down in front of our band. They had uh, two, maybe three illegal procedures they couldn't hear. And then our, our, our student body, they were into it. That was, that was a fun game to hear our crowd go, they go into that ball game. It was fantastic. Well, not only was Victoria shocked, the rest of the district was shocked, Coach. We knew it was going to be a tough matchup and for the boys to come up. 41-24, to 24. congratulations to the Catalan Wildcats. 5-1 and one overall, 4-0 in district play. Victoria now falls to 5-1. and one. Three and one in district play. We talked about the week before that Alice matchup being so key on you know determining who is going to make the playoffs and that victory over Victoria West definitely helps the Wildcats secure a spot going forward. Yes, Mike, you're right. But we don't have anything locked up yet. We still got three tough games after tonight. So tonight, you know, they they got a pretty good ball play. We can we're gonna play decent game to win. We should win. I mean, we should be heavily favored to win this game. But, you know, we got to play this game. And uh, then take, take care of business for three weeks in a row with D.C., Fireblood, and East. Victoria East. There you go. Got all them Wildcats victorious last week, 41 to 21, uh, to 24 over Victoria West. We have the Miller Buccaneers tonight. We'll come back. We'll talk about the Buccaneers right here at Buck Stadium. You're listening to the Carolina Wildcat Coaches Show brought to you by Access Board. We'll be back with more Wildcat football. On 1360, KKTX. Clear. One minute, one minute, please. All right, one minute. One minute. The next segment, Brian, is only five minutes. All right, got it. All right, man, thanks. You going to keep up with our scoreboard tonight? Yes, I can. Okay, cool. Ten seconds. Gotcha. Five seconds. All right. Welcome back to the uh, second half of our coaches show brought to you by Access Sports. 
and Lincoln, located right there on Highway 77. No need to make that drive into town. That's right. 15 minutes from downtown, 17 minutes from Crosstown, 19 minutes from the mall. Access for proud sponsors of the Coaches Show as we get ready to take on the Miller Buccaneers as Remy Rodriguez. And the Miller Buccaneers come in with an 0-5 record, 0-3 in district play. Uh, they've uh, taken a couple of losses here in district. They've already played Gregory Portland, Flower Bluff, and Victoria East. Last week against Victoria East came up short 73-14. to We talked about that mental letdown, though, Coach. Uh, we talked about it after the Alice game going in against Teloso. Last week you had an emotional high against uh, Victoria West. Now you come in into uh, uh, Buck Stadium. Almost kind of a, a weird day. It's been rainy, gloomy, you know, just kind of a very calm night. You're hoping these boys come out with a little bit of fire, execute well. We saw the, uh, the Moody game where they came out a little sluggish in that first quarter. We saw it in a, in a Tulsa Midway game. Hopefully these guys can come out fired up and take care of business early. Well, you're right. But you know what? When you called out their schedule, it kind of speaks why they're, they're winless in district because they played the top three teams in the, in the district with uh, East, GP, Fireblood, they played a tough game. Their non-district matchup wasn't you know, very shabby either, Coach. They played Corpus Christi Carroll and Corpus Christi Ray. So, you know, these guys are looking to improve, and they took the uh, the meat of their uh, schedule early on. So now they're, you know, coming in against Cal Island night. And this is a team, again, you mentioned, they, they're a good team. They just haven't found their, their niche yet. They're going to continue, I guarantee you. They're going to come out and give you your best game tonight, as all opponents do in our district. Oh, without a doubt. It's going to be a tough one. We're going to need to execute. We don't excuse Stadium, we mentioned it. Friday night, uh, temperature is starting to cool off. We did have some rain throughout the day. Grass uh, is not going to be a factor. You have turf here at Buck Stadium. Uh, again, just uh, not going to have a big crowd as you had last week, not against Dallas game. Talk a little bit about the boys and what we can expect this week. Are we healthy, Coach? Uh, what, what can we look for from these Wildcats? Well, Mike, I, I'm going to have to leave right now. I'm going to let Ryan Duke finish up for me. And i got to go meet with the officials. All right, not a problem, Coach. We appreciate it. That's Coach Downer. I tell you what, when you do it live like this, right before the game, that's what happens. Coach, best of luck to you. Again, congratulations last week on your victory over Victoria West. Coach Downer here getting ready to jump in and talk to the officials here on the sideline. We are right here at Buck Stadium. Ryan Duke, uh, Coach Ryan Duke is going to join us now. As Coach Downer here goes over to talk to the uh, officials. Ryan, last week I was out of town. We talked a little bit about Victoria. You know, you played for this uh, Wildcat team, coming off a big emotional game as Victoria. Now you got to come into a team that's 0-5. To me, that's a little worrisome, but, uh, you know, you've been around the boys all week. Uh, what, what can we expect tonight? What do you think? Well, it's a chance to get better. You know, every time you go out and play, shot the pads on, whatever, it's uh, a good time to get, get ready. Get ready like you're going into the uh, next few weeks. You know, we got the three opponents coming up that are going to be the meat of our district. You know, it's going to determine the district champ, stuff like that. So, uh, you know, he's got to come out and like to push it put the thing. You know, he's got to come, come out. Execute, do what you need to do, and uh, go home with a dozen. Coach Danner Harrell was talking about, uh, you know, the week before, the letdown, the worry. You know, we saw it against Moody. We saw it against Moody. Just come out a little sluggish. Uh, as a player, former player, now a coach, what do you do to get your boys prepared to be ready for a matchup like this against the Miller Buccaneer team? They see that goose egg 0 5. Sometimes you get a little relaxed. You just don't take them serious, and, and maybe you just feel like, hey, this ain't going to be a game. What now on the coaching side do you see? As a player, you knew what you had to do. What do you do now as a coach to get these guys to take it to the next level? One of the, the most important things I, I learned when I was playing college baseball and a coach and stuff like that was uh, you can never underestimate your opponent and you respect the game, whatever it may be, baseball, basketball, football, whatever it is. You respect the game. You come out and you play right. You uh, you do things right offensively, defensively. You try to execute it the best you can. And 
I mean, they know they know what they're they're up against. They know uh, they know the situation. They just got to come out and uh, respect the game, basically. Just respect it and get out there and play the ball game. Seems like the season just got started. We are halfway uh, through the season. Wildcats five and one. We're on the backside of the schedule. Some of the players coming back. We saw Broadway come back. He's getting healthy. Some of the other players starting to come back. Every week you want to improve, and this is an opportunity to get better. Exactly. You know, you're going to get some uh, some guys that haven't had all the reps that they've had, uh, that the other guys have had throughout the year. You're going to get some new faces in there, try to get uh, everybody a little bit of experience, get their feet wet a little bit going into that, uh, you know, that stuff we're stuff we got out to do. So uh, it'll be good. It'll be good to see everybody get on the field and do what they got to do throughout the time. All right. That's uh, Coach Ryan Duke joining us on the Coach's Show. Coach uh, Danaher. Meeting with the officials as we get ready for tonight's matchup with the Miller Buccaneers. We'll come back. We'll be live for the uh, first Victoria Bank uh, pregame show. But you're listening to the Coaches Show, brought to you by Access Ford. Access Ford Lincoln, located on Highway 77, right there in Five Points. No need to make that drive into town. That's right. Access Ford, proud sponsors of the Coaches Show. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. Clear. How much time we got, Brian? Got about 30 seconds left. Okay, cool. This is microphone. Yeah. I wonder if I got to go put a mic. Oh, that's the one you plugged in right there? Yeah. 20 seconds. Take a break. I'll just see if a hole there. Got 10 seconds now. Okay, cool. Five seconds. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the first Victoria Bank pregame show coming to you live from Buck Stadium on a Friday night. Thanks for being with us wherever you're at, at home, at work, in your car. I'm Mike Guerrero alongside Coach Ryan Duke. Our statistician to our far left is Coach Mike Brotherton, and our producer tonight is Brian Katana. We want to thank everybody for being with us right here on 1360 KKTX. As the Wildcats are lined up on the 35-yard line, waiting for the Miller Buccaneers to come out. Ryan, been raining all day, but uh, won't be an issue for us. We are inside the press box, a little bit of an echo. We'll try to get a, a crowd mic here shortly, but looks like a beautiful night for football. Yeah, I had to keep some of my third graders in today uh, over at the elementary. A little rain messing up our running today, but uh, like you said, it's cleared out. It's going to uh, going to be a nice night. Got a little breeze going right here, uh, but, you know, nice and nice and comfy up here in the box. Got some AC going. Uh, Mike was over here doing a Houdini act, getting the AC to get directly onto us. So uh, it's a good, good, comfortable seat up here and ready for some football. 79 degrees here at game time. Wind blowing out of the north, northeast at about 7 miles per hour. So it is a beautiful night. We had some rain throughout the afternoon, but it looks like it's cleared up. It's going to be a nice weekend as we're coming to you live from Buck Stadium as the Wildcats get ready to take on Coach Remy Rodriguez and the Miller Buccaneers here at Buck Stadium waiting for Miller to come out. They are the home team, but they've chosen to sit on the visitor's side 
strategically because the locker room is right behind that uh, those bleachers. But the Wildcats are the visiting team. They're lined up on the 35. We'll come back. We'll talk about tonight's matchup. We'll rewind back to last week against Victoria. You're listening to the uh, first Victoria Bank pregame show right here on 1360 KKTX. Clear. One minute, please. One minute. All right, one minute. Hey, Josh, are you doing that for everybody? Trying to take this. And you see that hole over there? On the, see that hole over there? On the wall over there. See if we can run this through there. I'll give you some more. Got five seconds. All right, welcome back to the First Victoria Bank pregame show. Coming to you live from Buck Stadium on a Friday night. The Wildcats getting ready to take on the Miller Buccaneers. We are setting up, trying to get you, uh, trying to get rid of this echo here in the press box is what we're doing. But the Wildcats are lined up to our left. Ryan, it's been a tough district matchup for the uh, Miller Bucks, but not only has it been tough, their non-district schedule wasn't that easy either. They've had a tough uh, road ahead of them. And uh, tonight, not going to get any easier with the Kettle Wildcats. Yeah, they opened up against Carroll, lost, uh, ended up losing that game 42-6. to And uh, next week they played Ray and uh, ended up losing 24-6. to Just looking over some stats right here. They, uh, their state rank is 1,003, and they have given up 249 points this year to uh, only scoring 60. Their last week was against Victoria East. They ended up losing uh, on the wrong side of that one. On, on last Friday, it was 73-14. Uh, to 14. They are 0-5 overall, 0-3 in district. And... Uh, Getting ready here to uh, to play the Cats tonight. It's going to be a, a good matchup for us, you know, to get out here and, uh, like we are saying in the pregame, get some guys going, uh, get everybody in the game, get ready for that uh, tough stretch we got here. But we got to take care of business tonight, and uh, we'll see what happens as, as as we start here in about seven minutes. So There you go. Well, the Wildcats are lined up. We're waiting for Miller to come out, but they've played their heart of the lineup. We heard Coach Danner, and you and I talked about it in the coaches' show. You know, we still got, uh, you know, Gregory Portland, Flower Bluff, Victoria East, and the, the, you know, the heart of their schedule, they've already played their tough opponents. They, you know, I don't know, at the end of the schedule, they're going to have, what, Teloso, Midway, Moody. They do finish off with Victoria West, but, you know, Coach Remy Rodriguez trying to get this team to improve every week, and, and we'll see what they come out with tonight as we wait for these guys to, um, you know, to get ready for their matchup tonight against these Kalanon Wildcats. Yeah, just looking at their district schedule, they start, they open up against Gregory Porton, end up losing 48-7, to then uh, played Fire Bluff in, uh, in this stadium with uh, – a 62 to 27 loss, and like I said last week, uh, Victoria East 72 to 14. So, uh, like you're saying, they went through the 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 brunt of our district uh, coming in here against us tonight. Then they're gonna end the season with uh, Teloso Midway, Alice, and at Moody, and then Victoria West here at home. So, uh, like you're saying, you know, they went through the tough part of our schedule, and now uh, ready for us tonight. You go, you know, Ryan. I don't usually say the word cute when it uh, you know goes to football, but looking at Miller, they sure got some cute uniforms. They came out with the pink socks supporting the uh, breast cancer awareness. October is uh, breast cancer awareness month, and boy, I tell you what, those socks look cute. 
Oh, yeah, they got those all-purple unis out of the auto. I was like, one of Sean Hell's, you know, he went to TCU. Uh, <laughs> we were both getting recruited at the same time, and I was like, man, I can't wear purple. So uh, <laughs> I always get some stuff for that. But uh, like you're saying, those those pink socks are popping tonight with those all-dark purple unis. So uh, you can definitely see them from, from, from the street. There you <laughs> go. They are popping for sure. We are coming to you live from Buck Stadium, the first Victoria Bank pregame show. Last week, the Wildcats took on Victoria, and we've already told some scoring that one. It was just an impressive Win for the Gallon Wildcats, and I'm looking at the final numbers here. 18 first downs, 273 yards rushing, 61 yards passing. But one of the key stats that, that we didn't talk about with Coach Danaher is time of possession. Wildcats held on to the ball for 31 minutes and 12 seconds. And when you do that, that eliminates the offense from Victoria being on the field. Victoria only had the ball for 16 minutes and two seconds. Ground and pound, I guess, uh, Ryan, is, is, is uh, three yards and a cloud of dust is what uh, the Wildcats used to be famous for in the mid-'80s and 90s. It looks like we went back to some old-school smash-mouth football. Yeah, Coach hit it at, a, at the, in the pregame show there. You know, we had a, a very good offensive performance by our, our backs and then our line, you know, Logan Thomas, Matt Cade, Ryan Everett, Nick Tovar, and Carson Tips uh, moving some people. You know, we were talking – me and Asa last week, we were talking um, – I don't think Victoria West was, um, you know, used to getting getting a hat put on them every time. You know, we are in, the, in there moving some people, getting some contact. You know, they have a, they had those – those really good feedbacks, getting in some space, and uh, you know we kind of just kept them in kept them in check the whole game. I think we um, looking at the stats here, they only rushed for 98 yards, and um, they had their their quarterback last year coming back as the number two overall uh, total yard gainer in the nation. Yeah, last year, what, so, you know, at 98 yards, our defense is a, a great performance too. Great performance by the Wildcat defense as the national anthem is being played. The color guard has made their way onto the field. We're going to take our last break right here on the first Victoria Bank pregame show. We'll come back. We'll talk about some of the games around the district and how this district is starting to fall into place. More than half the season is in the books. We've played six games. Unbelievable. Seems like just yesterday we were playing Mercedes, followed by Kerrville. And we, here we are, game seven of the season. We'll be back with more of the first Victoria Bank pregame show right here on 1360 KKTX. Clear. Oh, man. I gotta get back in the groove. I'm glad you're back, man. Glad you're back. Ten seconds. Gotcha. Be tough to see them numbers, Millers. We can catch your numbers. Five seconds. All right, welcome back to the uh, first Victoria Bank pregame show, coming to you live on a Friday night Bunk Stadium as the Wildcats get ready to come in through their run through to our left-hand side. The Miller Bucks have made their way on the field. They're lined up across the field from us as we get ready for the opening kickoff here on a Friday night. I'd like to welcome our listeners on the World Wide Web for being with us tonight. 
can listen to the broadcast on www.catsiradio.com. We'd like to thank our friends over at Tiffany's Dance Studio for uh, helping us out on the broadcast tonight, now registering for the up-and-coming uh, fall season, now registering in Cal Allen, Orange Grove, and Gregory Portland. You can register online at www.tiffany's.com. That's T-E-F-F-A-N-Y-S.com. Specializing in making dreams come true since 2009. Loving our Wildcats, says Tiffany. Top sponsors of the Kalama Wildcats and our internet broadcast. You can give a call on between 2 and 7, Monday through Thursday, 361-241-3000. That's 361-241-3000. Tiffany's Dance Studio. Proud sponsors of CatsEyeRadio.com. Wildcats have made their way onto the field. They're lined up to our right-hand side. The Miller Buccaneers across the field from us. The Miller Buccaneers are the home team, uh, home team tonight. I'm going to call it Barney Purple. They are wearing Barney Purple tonight with uh, pink socks. Uh, well, that's about the best way to describe it. Gold numerals with a gold headgear. They are the home team across the field from us. The Carolina Wildcats are the uh, visiting team tonight. They come in with their traveling uniforms, white shirts, maroon numerals, with yeah, maroon pants, white headgear with the traditional Cats logo across the helmet. Again, we wait for the uh, captains to uh, make their way onto the field. The Wildcats are lining up. And they are lined up right at the 50-yard line, coming in across the field. We'll see if, uh, Brian, we're going to let you get the Wildcats, and I'll try to get uh, the ones across the field. I got the, the you got those? here for you. you go, we're going to switch it up. On we're going to switch it up. All right, I'll give you Cal Allen. Cal Allen, 86, Jordan Garcia. Number 51 is Anthony Pippentel. Number 34 is Carter Huardine. And number 78 is Chris Montsevice. Miller Bucks captain tonight, number 98, Aaron Evans. Number 63, Bob Avila. Number 20, Jacob Avale, and Avaya, I think. And then number 28 is Justin Wade. I'm glad you got 20 on your roster, uh, roster because yeah. I don't. So. Get some help over here from Coach Brotherton. Right, there you go, Coach Brotherton coming through, as he always does. Appreciate the help from Coach Brotherton. While the captain's lined up in the middle of the field, the uh, field, we are on the visiting side, north end of the stadium to our left-hand side, south end of the stadium to our right. The uh, scoreboard is to our right-hand side. It is AstroTurf here at Buck Stadium. Again, that's a change in some of the improvements. And we got that big apple in the middle of the field again. Two of them, yeah. We got two apples tonight. Yep. And looks like uh, the Miller Buccaneers have won the toss. They have elected to receive the south end zone. The Wildcats will defend the north end to our left-hand side. We're going to take our last break on the first Victoria Bank pregame show. We'll come back with the opening kickoff and listening to Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. Clear. How much time, Ryan? Ten seconds. Five seconds. 
We are off. The kick is deep. It'll be taken at the five-yard line. The return man for Miller will bring it out to the 21-yard line. And a flag coming in on the opening kickoff here in this game, Ryan. That's not what I like to see when we're playing Miller. No disrespect, but try to keep this game moving, get a little rhythm. And opening kickoff, you have a flag coming in from your back. That's probably going to be the Wildcats. Yeah, we'll see how they uh, see how they call here. They throw it out, and set up. Miller bucks on about the 20-yard line. But the, uh, the call is here. It looks like a legal block on the on the bucks. So they'll bring them back. Get us uh, get them deeper in the hole real quick. So uh, good start here, Mike. They will back them up for sure. Looks like they're going to mark it off. Going to set them off at the uh, 11-yard line for the Miller bucks. 11-yard line, first down and 10 for Miller. They will start this drive going left to right. And I apologize. I have the uh, moisture on the window. So first play from the uh, quarterback is going to be a quick screen pass to the receiver on the right side. Not much room, maybe a yard on the play. Yeah, it looks like they're trying to set up a little wall there, Mike. They had a uh, one set to the right with another wide receiver. It was almost a, a oop-de-oop play from, uh, from uh, help me out. What am I thinking here? Varsity Blues. And, uh, <laughs> And uh, he just swung it out to him real quick, and uh, we're right there to make the tackle for about a yard game. Second down and nine. Quarterback is number eight, Mark Silva. He is uh, in shotgun formation. Big running back standing to his right, trying to get his number there, Ryan. I didn't quite catch his number. Hands off to the running back, coming around the near side, quickly collapsing is the defense for the Wildcats. No gain on the play for the uh, running back coming on the uh, left side. That's number 28, Justin Wade. Yeah, Wade's a pretty big boy right there. They just had a, a, a stretch play to our near side right here. Just strung it. Callan did a really good job stringing it out right there, making a tackle, taking him for about a, a two-yard loss. Good play by the, the catch right there, just making him making him go out to the sidelines. A big old boy trying to be a downhill runner and just making him run sideways into our advantage. 78 is uh, Cesar Vasquez. I'll tell you what, it looks like he's playing left tackle. That's a big kid. They got some size, Mike. Look at number 32, uh, split out wide here. He looks about 6'2", about 205-210 right there. Down and long. Quarterback keeper trying to come up the middle. Not much room. All comes loose, but it's going to be uh, ruled down. That was the uh, quarterback, um, Silva, on the uh, keeper. It looked like uh, Escobar got there in the backfield right there. Just had a little little quarterback draw play right there. Uh, they're on third and long. Not, uh, you know, trying to be trying to be content right there next to their goal line. So uh, that'll set up fourth and long, and they're bringing out their punt formation. Wildcat defense does a great job. Three and out. Two men will drop back deep for the Wildcats. Kalani Ibarra and Gaddis will drop back to their 40-yard line. Punter's going to stand at his uh, right at the goal line. That's where he'll be punting from. Looks like there's a flag on the play, Mike. I think they had too many men on the field. That's the call. They're going to back him up about another five yards. So uh, looks like the punter's going to be in the back of the end zone now, Mike. Can't go very much further back. Uh, they're pretty deep already as it is. He will stand about uh, three yards shy of the uh, back end line. Snap on the way. Left-footed punter gets it away, and it's going to be a short punt. It's going to bounce at the 30-yard line. No return by the Wildcats special teams, and that's where the Wildcats will start this drive. Yeah, not a very good punt there, Mike. He was uh, just trying to get rid of it. It looked like kind of went off the side of his foot, maybe went yeah, about about. 25, 26 yards right there. Going to set us up on the 31-yard line and fill position for our opening drive here. Wildcats with the ball on the right side of the field. Lamb will bring the Wildcats onto the field. 
Shotgun formation. Trips to the near side. Single wideout split up top. Hawkins lined up to the left. Hand off to Hawkins. Hawkins on the left side, breaking the tackle. Hawkins to the 20, lunging forward, and he's going to be close to a first down. Good movement there, Mike, by offensive line. Getting up, uh, looked like they had two or three guys at about five yards down the field right there. Really good movement. Got the, uh, picking up a first down right there for Hawkins. Be interesting to see, Mike. They only got one safety right now. Uh, if they end up lining up like that, you might see us go through the air right here. Bobcats offensively on the front line. We'll talk about that front line. Ryan Everett, the center, your uh, guards tonight. Nick Tovar and Matt Cade. Your tackles is Carson Tips and Logan Thomas. Shotgun formation trips to the near side. Lamb looking, coming to the uh, near side, looking for his wide receiver, and he's going to overthrow the intended wide receiver. I believe that's number – is that number one? Again, moisture on the – Yeah, I think it's on the Gattis, window. It looks yeah. like Gaddis, and it is Gaddis. Incomplete pass. Yeah, I don't know if there's some confusion right there or what, Mike. We had two receivers in the same spot right there. Um, looked like looked like we had a receiver break open over the middle field, but it looked like Gage was looking to the right over here and might have read something in the uh, that pre-snap read right there. But uh, pass ball is incomplete. Going to set us up for the second and ten. Shotgun formation. Quarterback keeper Lamb going right up the middle, breaking a tackle. He's got the 15, got the 10. He's going to stroll into the end zone. Touchdown. Gage Lamb on a 20-yard run for the Kalala Wildcat quarterback. That was a great read there by Gage. He uh, had a little play fake right there. It was either a give or a keep, and uh, the guy went for the running back, kept the ball, pulled it up the middle, and nobody was there, just walked into the end zone. Great play right there by Gage, reading that, that end off the right side right there. 20-yard touchdown run. The point after coming up, nine minutes, 16 seconds, on the 20-yard run by the quarterback, number eight, Gage Lamb. Snap on the way, kick. It's through the uprights. Nine minutes, 16 seconds left to go in the opening quarter. Cal Allen, seven. Miller, buck zero. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. Clear. Man, that's going to be rough. Is it? Sorry, yeah, it's 7-0 already. Overlo- they're overloading the box right there. Just have one guy over the middle of the field, and we just ran 10 yards and 20 yards. Man, give us a minute at least. Not even going to give us a minute. How much time we got, uh, Brian? got about 20 seconds. Yeah, I'm going to just start talking. We're going to miss the kickoff, but they're not giving us any time. All right. Wilson approaching high end over end kick. This one will be taken at the six-yard line on the right side. Going straight upfield is the return man, and he's going to bring it out to the 20-yard line. Number 40 making the tackle for the Wildcats. I believe that's Brown, the freshman. Yeah, good job there by Brown staying in his lane right there. Didn't, uh, didn't have to do too much. I think he came free right there and just uh, – Came up right there and made the tackle. Good play by everybody Brown, by the freshman. On the kickoff, the uh, Miller Bucks took it at the six-yard line, brought it out to the 20. Nine minutes and nine seconds, and the uh, Bucks will start this drive from right to left, first down and 10. We'll call it the 21-yard line. Shotgun formation, 
Marcus Silva, the quarterback. Silva with pressure, now going to try to step up, and he's going to be hit. He's going to fall forward, though, and maybe pick up two yards on the play. Yeah, we had tips on near side right there. It looked like he was trying to get a little quick hitter, and we uh, defended it well. The linebacker right there, I think it was Duff right there. Got in his window right there, had nowhere to go with the ball, and uh, let the pressure get to him. And uh, going to bring up about a second and nine now for the Bucks. Right to left is the drive by the Miller Buccaneers. Wildcats took the opening drive. Didn't have to go for it, 31 yards. They did get the 20-yard run by their quarterback, Gage Lamb. They lead 7-0 here in the opening quarter. Shotgun formation for the Bucks. Rolling to his left-hand side is Silva. He's going to try to connect with his wide receiver. Not a bad pass, but number 88. That's uh, Kanati Go trying to catch that with his body, Ryan, and uh, just wasn't able to hold on to it. It was almost like he thought the ball was wet or something right there. I don't know. He was open. It was a good throw, like you said, and it just hit him right in the numbers and uh, just screwed it right off his jersey, so... Pretty good, pretty good route, pretty good throw. Just didn't uh, execute the catch right there. It's going to bring up a third down for the box. Third down, we'll call it eight to go. Wildcat defense on the front line. Ula, Escobar, and Montsevais have done a great job all year. Thomas and Uridine are your linebackers. Duff and Barrett will uh, occupy the middle of the field as the linebacker. Now pressure. Ball comes loose. Ball on the ground. And number 35 will recover for the Carolina Wildcats. That's Reese Barrett who had a great game last week, uh, gets the early gift here from the Miller Buccaneers. Looks like Ula shot in the backfield right there. It looked like they were trying to do it one of those, uh, those little quick hitters right there. It was about a five-yard route. And uh, linebacker's doing a really good job getting in the getting the area, clogging it up for the quarterback. And then uh, Ula came in there with the pressure and stripped it, stripped it right away from him. And then they uh, had the pounce on him. They got the ball right now on the 26-yard line of the Miller Buccaneers. Eight minutes and 13 seconds. For the Cats, they again have the uh, short field. This one at the 26-yard line. Robbie will split wide up top. Floyd, Hobbs, and Gaddis, your wide receivers to the near side. Hawkins lines up to the left of Lamb. Shotgun formation. This is going to be a quick pass to to, uh, Robbie. Breaks the tackle, spins to his left, and Robbie will take it in. Made it look effortless on that play, Ryan. Looks like that quarterback uh, just kind of bit in and Robbie spun to the outside and uh, found the end zone from 26 yards out. Yeah, they gave us a one safety look in the previous drive. That time they had two, and it uh, looked like they, they hit him, had him over the middle, the, the backside safety over the middle of the field. The other safety was rolled up to our trip side, and uh, that man-on-man coverage over there on the backside, just a quick little slant route, and, uh, you know, he just, Nathan Robbie did the rest right there, making it look easy. Extra point on the way. We wait the snap. Wildcats leading 13-0. Snap on the way. Kick. This one is through the uprights. Eight minutes and four seconds. Wildcats lead 14-0 over the Miller Box. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. Clear. Man, they're already on the field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even talk to him, right? Just... <laughs> they already knew. They're like, all right, well, you right? Y'all ready?
How much time, Brian? Got about 10 seconds. Wilson, high, end over end kick. This one's going to be mopped at the six. It's going to roll into the end zone. And now the return man will pick it up in the end zone. They'll bring it back out to the 20-yard line. Yeah, I believe that was Ned Eugene right there. They had a little miscommunication with the guy right in front of him. He thought the guy in front of him was going to pick it up. He was going to fool it about the seven-yard line. Went right between his legs into the back of the end zone for a uh, for a touchback. Going to set him up at the 25-yard line. Seven minutes, 55 seconds. Wildcats leading 14-0 to zero over the Bucks. Wildcats have taken advantage of the short end of the field. Miller's going to have to try to get something going here. Down by 14. Those early letdowns we were talking about, you know, when we had uh, had the game against Moody and the game against TM, we're not seeing that tonight, Mike. You know, it's uh, it's good to see our offensive offensive team rolling right here in the, in the early going. Shotgun formation. Pressure. Now it's going to be a little jump pass. Looks like the uh, Drew Brees jump pass coming to the near side. Nice open field tackle by number seven, Kalani Ibarra. Yeah, a little screen pass right there, Mike. Uh, a little jailbreak, the... Running back just kind of snuck up behind one of the linemen and settled right there. He just tossed it over our, our defenders coming in at the quarterback right there, picking up about about nine yards. Good little play right there for the Bucks. Nine-yard gain on the play uh, for the uh, Miller Bucks. Trying to get the offensive lineman here. I don't have, again, a complete roster, so I'm going to try to piece build this together for you. It looks like the center is number 51, Miguel Velasquez. 78 is the left tackle. Silva rolling to his uh, right inside. He's a left-handed quarterback going downfield. Wow, is that a catch? Oh, no way. They're going to call that interference. He turned back around once he saw the uh, receiver. That may be similar to what we saw last week. We talked, you know, Danaher was talking about a pass interference call last week, Ryan. Wasn't at the game, but looked like Chris played the wide receiver when he saw him pick up his hands to uh, look for the ball. Chris turned around and Actually, kind of one-handed that catch. You know, the majority of the time when your when your defensive back gets his head around, they're not going to call it. But um, I mean, it was the same situation last week. It was basically the same right down the sideline. You know, they're running running right together. The ball was just kind of thrown in the air like a punt, basically. And uh, like you said, Forrest just turned turned his head around. The ball fell right in his lap. Um, I didn't see much there, Mike, but I guess uh, he drew enough to get that foul call. So eight. Pass interference be marked off against the Wildcats. That'll be a first down for the uh, Miller Bucks. It'll bring the ball out to the 49-yard line. Miller Bucks driving right to left. Here's the uh, Wildcat crowd trying to encourage your defense. Hand off to the uh, running back, lunging up the middle. He's going to pick up maybe three yards on the play. Number 28 on the carry, Justin Wade. Yeah, they had a little bunch set to that far side right there. They opened up with that and uh, threw a little screen pass to it. That time they ran away from it right there, trying to switch it up a little bit. But uh, not much going right there. About a three-and-a-half-yard gain. A good gain tackle there by the Cat. Second down, we'll call it a long six. Two wide up, split wide up top. Number 88, Deontay Go, and number 80, Xander Riojas, split wide up top. Low snap, bounces on the carpet. Silva has to pick it up. Silva chunks it over to Coach Vasquez on the uh, Wildcat sideline. Yeah, we're going to see if he's out of the tackle box there, Mike. Uh, I guess that's what they're going to call right there. So he's out of the tackle box, just threw that one away. It wasn't even a 
a wide receiver in the in the area code over here, but um, I guess they're saying he was out of the box, so it's going to set up third and long here for the Bucks. Six minutes, 17 <clears throat> seconds. The clock stops on the incomplete pass. I'd like to thank everybody for being with us on a Friday night. I'm Mike Guerrero alongside Coach Ryan Duke. We're going to do play-by-play action of the Carolina Wildcats. Trips to the uh, far side. Single wideout split to the uh, near side. Silver will keep it. Trying to go upfield. Has a blocker. Has some room. Breaks the tackle. Still on his feet. He's going to pick up and up for the first down. Nice little shifty move by the uh, quarterback, Mark Silva, the uh, senior quarterback. Yeah, had a little rollout pass. They had shows to the top side. Had a little rollout. And uh, didn't see anything he liked and took off right there. We uh, kind of lost some pain right there on the outside. And he just cut it up, made a move, and then got got tackled from behind there by by uh, <clears throat> by Duff. But um, like I said, we kind of lost contain right there on the outside and picking up the first down is the Bucks. First down for the uh, Miller Bucks. Now with the uh, ball on the uh, 36-yard line. Riding it right side. Blue leg Justin Wade with the with the carry right there. They brought in that bunch formation again to the left or ran away from it. Maybe the court, the coaches over there are seeing some stuff. They were uh, overloading that left side, just running back to the weak side right there, picking up a, a pretty good gain right there, about six yards, going to set up second, second and four. Hawks, by far their best drive of the night. They are now on the 31-yard line, five minutes and 20 seconds. Here in the opening quarter, Wildcats with a 14-0 lead. High snap over the head of the quarterback. This one's back to the 45. Wildcat players rushing. That looks like number 34, and there's going to be about six Wildcats. One of them has to come up with the ball. And it is. Wildcat football. That ball just sailed over the head of Mark Silva. Never had a chance to even take the snap. And, boy, was he just on a dead sprint. He had four Wildcats chasing, and they pick up the uh, turnover. Second fumble of the night for the Miller Bucks. Yeah, I don't think he even got a hand on that one. Mike, that was well over his head. And, uh, you know, they had something going right there. They had a little little momentum going with a, a couple of good runs and that, that penalty helping them out. But, uh, you know, shooting yourself in the foot right there with another another fumble and it's going to be a turnover. Setting up the Cats at about the 34-yard line of the Miller Bucks right here with uh, about five minutes left to go in the first quarter. I snap over the head of the uh, quarterback. Floyd will split wide up top. Hobbs. Line up to the right. We have a couple of new wide receivers checking in for the Wildcats. 81 is Lawrence Mann. He split to the near side. This is going to be a pass to number 81, Mann. Mann cutting back across the middle of the field. He's going to pick up seven yards for his effort. And we see a new quarterback checking in already. Number 12 is going to be Sam Allen, who's taking over for the Wildcats. Yeah, good job right there getting out of his hand. You know, it's a, it set up a little quick screen over here to our right. And uh, getting Mann in some space right there, making a couple of good moves, picking up about six yards. Sam Allen, where's number 12, sophomore quarterback. Brown lined up to his left, a freshman running back. Back to Brown, keeper by Allen. Allen coming on the uh, right side. It's going to get inside the 20-yard line to the 18. Same back with the same play that uh, Gage scored on here earlier. Little quarterback read right there. The uh, defensive end went with the running back. He pulled it right up the middle, picking up a good gain right there for Allen. Four minutes and 20 seconds, Wildcats in the red zone, driving left to right. They lead 14-0. to zero. Again, some of the uh, younger players starting to check in. Number 23 is Austin Weishart. He's split wide up top. Shotgun formation. Hobbs 
motions across the line of scrimmage. Allen on the keeper, cuts to the left, makes a move, and now he's going to be inside the 10-yard line to about the 6-yard line. It's going to be close to a first down, depending on the spot. Yeah, he had his choice of what he wanted to do there. Mike, he could have given that ball or kept it, decided to keep it right there, picking up another another walk at first down. But uh, quite a little motion across the, the formation there, did the catch, and um, like I said, he kind of just could have picked his poison right there. He decided to keep the ball and pick up that first down. 66 will check in for the Akala Wildcats. And again, I apologize. Uh, maybe Coach Buzzerton can help us on that. I don't have a 66 on my roster. Wildcats will split wide, uh, three to the right side. Shotgun formation. Hand off to Brown. Brown stepping on a dime. Brown cutting, weaving, finding his way into the end zone from eight yards out. It'll be a touchdown for the freshman, A.J. Brown. Good job there by the offensive line. I think they uh, just put a little guard tackle right there. Both of them pulling to the right side. Brown cutting right up underneath them and doing the rest of walking to the end zone, making a couple good moves on his way in there. Brown, only a freshman. I believe that's his fourth touchdown yeah, of the season. Third fourth. Yeah, he's doing good. Fighting for the uh, snap. Snap on the way. Dub holding. Wilson with the kick. Uh, high enough, straight enough. It's good. Three minutes, 26 seconds. Al Allen, 21, Miller, 0. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. Clear. Who's 66? W-I-D-E-L. That's good enough. Wydell? Wydell? What? Wydell? Wydell? Give it 30 seconds to leave between touchdowns. Okay, Brian, we're going to start talking. All right. They're moving this quick. Trent Wilson, number 87, approaching. High end over end kick. This one will be fielded at the eight-yard line, and it's going to be a toss back reverse. Going to the right side is the return man, and he's going to take it out to the 26-yard line. Looks like quarterback number 12, Sam Allen, on the tackle there, Mike. A special teams play by the Wildcats special teams. Three minutes and 18 seconds. Here in the opening quarter, Wildcats leading 21-0 to zero on our Rabelais INE scoreboard. We'll check in with our producer, Brian Katana, here shortly. We'll try to get some scores from around the area. A lot of district matchups going on tonight. We are, again, over halfway through this season. First down and 10 for the middle Buccaneers. The ball spotted at the 24-yard line. Going downfield, this one Broken up by the Wildcat defense. Both players had an opportunity for the interception. You can see Chris kind of talking it with uh, Gata saying, hey, I had that one. Look at there, both fighting over that one, Mike. That was uh, just a little seam route up the uh, up the sideline there, and the ball was well underthrown. It looked like both of them were right there to make the interception, and they kind of just tried to grip it away from each other right there, and the pass ball is incomplete. Joshua Bosquez has taken over at quarterback for the uh, Miller Buccaneers, right-handed quarterback. He'll roll to his left side, and this one trying to dump it off to his uh, running back, number 33, 
Terrell Thompson. It'll drop incomplete. Here's Oakland again there, Mike. A little, little five and out right there. Had his guy. Pretty good throw right there. Just went right through his hand. So that'll set up another third and long for the Bucks. Secondary tonight for the Wildcats. We gave you the uh, front line and the linebackers. Force Chris and Philip Lively were your starting corners. Kalani, Ibarra, and John Gaddis are your safeties. Number 10, Nathan Robbie has taken over the cornerback spot here right in front of us on the right side. Shotgun formation, handoff, and quickly is number 70. I believe that's Escobar jumping on the back of the uh, of the running back. No gain on the play. Once a good gets good penetration there by Escobar in the backfield right as soon as he got the handoff right there. He was there to meet him. So uh, really good play right there coming off the ball well. Is Escobar going to set up a, a fourth and ten? And it uh, looks like the punt team will be back on the field once again, Mike. Two minutes, 43 seconds, and it uh, looks like Miller's calling for the punter. You're going to punt the ball. you got to have a punter out there, guys. Eight uh, is the punter. Is that the uh, – Yeah, Silva, the quarterback. I guess now – oh, looks like uh, they're going to send enough, man. And maybe Silva got a little banged up on the last drive. Number 11 with no, the punt, no. and this one looks like the uh, punt, similar to what Texas punted a couple of weeks ago. That may have been a net punt of a half a yard. <laughs> Lawrence man ended up picking up the ball right there. He kind of was he was going in for the the, the punt block and he just turned around and said, Well, there's the ball and picked it up and got to pick up a couple of yards. But like you said, that was a that was a UT esque punt right there. So <laughs> number eleven. Hope you're listening, Jason. Hope you're listening. Joshua Vasquez, you can't blame the kid. He was not the punter. He actually kind of backed up. He was asking for a punter to come on the field. They sent an up man. In to protect him, and he was forced to punt again. I'm not trying to be laughing, but that was just kind of like you could say, Coach, I'm not a punter. <laughs> First down and in for the Wildcats, two minutes, 12 seconds. Quarterback Sam Allen with the, with the uh, toss to number 14, Floyd, and he's going to take it inside the five yard line. It'll be first down and goal for the Wildcats. Really good moves right there by Floyd after making the catch. You know, he had about two guys right in front of him, slipped off of him. Made a little cut to the inside, bringing, bringing the ball to about the yard line. Really good uh, really good yard after catch there by Floyd. Allen has taken over at quarterback. In the backfield is Brown. Wide receiver, number 82, has also checked in. That's Jackson Lanham. 23 is Weishart. They're split wide to the left. Hobbs motions across the line of scrimmage. Hands off to Hobbs. Trying to get to the outside with the stiff arm, but he's going to lose a couple of yards on the play. Nice defensive play by number five. Johnny Cortez. Yeah, it looks like the same play we ran earlier that uh, that Allen kept right there. That time he gave. It might have been the wrong read right there. They had a had a defensive end and a uh, a safety rolled up to the left side right there, waiting for him as soon as he gave the ball. If he could have kept that one, he probably could have walked into the end zone. But uh, nothing really hurt here. Going to set up a, a second and goal on the three-yard line. One minute, 17 seconds. Wildcats will split, spread them out, four wide receivers, two to each side. Brown with his second touchdown of the night, a three-yard run by the freshman running back. Came back to the same play we scored on earlier. Mike, just a little guard and tackle pull right there, brought the motion across the, the formation, gave a little fake there to Hobbs, and then just gave it to Brown. He'd walk into the end zone, basically untouched for his second touchdown of the night. Point after coming up. Doff will hold Wilson for the point after. 
these young men carrying the flag have had their work cut out here already in the first quarter. Kick on the way. This one's straight enough. It is good. Wildcats 28, Miller Buck 0. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. Clear. Yard line, two men back deep for the Miller Buccaneers. Wilson approaching, high end over end kick. This one is a short one that will be taken at the 10-yard line. I mean, right upfield is the return man. He'll bring it out to the 23-yard line. It looks like number 52, James Hedrick, on the tackle right there, staying in his lane pretty well. The kick was a little bit shorter this time, so I didn't have much room to <clears throat> much room to the cover right there, and Hedrick came up, made the tackle, made a solo tackle right there. Good job by him. In at quarterback, they uh, started the game off with Silva. Vasquez took over on the last drive, and again, it's Vasquez wearing number 11. So, uh, not sure. Silva may have gotten a little banged up. Five wide receivers. Vasquez rolling to his right. Now he's going to try to go downfield, and uh, this one lands about 10 feet deep into the uh, Buccaneer bench. Yeah, they had a the little bunch set to the right with a, a flanker wide receiver hanging out by himself over there. Had a little quads look and uh, looked like they faked that little screen they did earlier right there. Tried to go over the top, but looked like he uh, he's two for two on uh, completeness of the coaches, though, Mike. He's uh, day one. Do a nice pass to Boskins earlier here on the near sideline. That time hitting his uh, co- uh, coach on the far sideline across the field. The uh, Miller coach. Going to bring up a second down and 10. This one intended to his wide receiver, number one, Eddie Rodriguez. Nice coverage by the Wildcat defense, and uh, this one will drop incomplete, forcing a third down. Yeah, same formation there. Mike, a little bunch set to the right, try to hit that backside hot route right there. Uh, looked like he had a step on our defender right there. The ball was just a... Uh, just throwing a little bit too far out in front of him. Going to set up another third and long for the Bucks. They're coming off the field for the Buccaneers. Bucks have kept it spread all night. This time they're going to go under center with a high formation. Different look that we've seen from the Miller Buccaneers. Top sweep to the right. This one, not the best pitch. And number 33 was going to try to and the ball still loose, and it looks like Cal Allen's going to recover it inside the three-yard line. It was a toss sweep to number 33, Terrell Thompson. He was unable to field it, and then somehow he just took his eyes off the ball line, and uh, the Wildcat defenders are able to recover inside the five-yard line at about the two. Well, that's the second time he's had some slippery hands there, Mike. He was out, uh, out on that pass earlier, that little five-and-out route right there, and 
and went straight through his hands. That time looked like the exact same thing, but it was on a pitch play right there. Just went straight through his hands, and then uh, a little scramble for the ball, and Calhoun just ended up on top of it on the uh, the one yard line. Looks like Gage Land's gonna be back in the ball game here, Mike. First down and goal for the Wildcats. Gage Lamb, where's number eight? Number 22, Elijah Hawkins, stands to his right. Snap on the way. They're going to throw the little fade route to the uh, wide receiver. I believe that's Nathan Robbie, number 10, who just went over the head of the defender and just snaked it out of the air. That old Andre Johnson pass right there, just floating out to the uh, the back shoulder right there. Robbie, about... Stands about 6'2", 6'3", just going up against that shorter corner, just out-jumping him right there on the jump ball. Good good job with that uh, that catch there by Robbie and another good pass there by Gage. Laying it up there, letting him go get the ball. 28 seconds remaining in the opening quarter. Wildcats with a touchdown pass from Lamb to Robbie. Snap on the way. Wilson with a kick, and he's going to get it through the upright. Wildcats 35, Miller Bucks 0. We'll be back with more Wildcats football. I'm 1360, KKTX. Clear. Hey, Brian. Yeah. You ready to do a scoreboard? Yeah, I got it up right here. Okay, cool. After this uh, kickoff, I'm going to send it to you. What was that? We'll probably start doing 30-second commercials here at uh, on kickoff because they're going too quick. All right. I'm going to start talking again because they're ready. All right, we got about 20 seconds left. Okay, cool. I'll uh, recap when we come back. Wilson tees it up at the 40-yard line. Two men deep for the Miller Buccaneers. Wilson approaches. I end over end kick. This one, again, a short one, will be taken at the 12-yard line. Number one, going on the right side, he's going to take it upfield to about the 27-yard line for the Miller Buccaneers. It looks like they switched it up there, Mike. But uh, Eddie Rodriguez over there in that corner. We've been kicking it to the same spot all night. And uh, did a pretty good job getting outside right there, picking up what he could, going to set him up about the 27-yard line. First down and 10 for the Miller Buccaneers. 35-0. to zero. On our Rabelais INE scoreboard, we're going to check in with our producer, Brian Katana, to see what's going on around the area. Brian, what do you got for us? Well, in the second quarter, the Alice Coyotes are leading the Moody Trojans 14-0. to Also in the second quarter, the Victoria East Titans are leading the Gregory, Gregory Portland Wildcats 14-7. to In the first quarter, the Robstown Cotton Pickers are leading the Beeville Trojans 7-6. to Still have yet to score in the first quarter of Lavernia Bears versus Rockport and Rockport Fulton Pirates. And actually the Sitton Pirates are leading the Jordantown Indians twenty one to zero in the second quarter. Back to you, Mike. All right, that's Brian Katana on our Rabelais INE scoreboard. We have played twelve minutes from Buck Stadium at the at the end of twelve minutes, the Canala Wildcats thirty five, Miller Buck zero. We'll be back with more Wildcat football after this quick break on thirteen sixty. KKTX. Clear. Just 30 seconds, Brian. 30 seconds. All right. 30 seconds.
Ten seconds. Five seconds. All right, we've played 12 minutes from Buck Stadium. Miller Buccaneers have the ball on the left side, taking over. Driving now left to right. Not much room on that play. It's going to bring up a third down, and we'll call it seven to go. Yeah, we had a gang attack was in there, Mike. I think we had uh, Reese Baird in there, Ryder Duff. We like Philip Lively even joining in on the action right there. Going to set up a third and long once again for the Bucs. 35 to nothing here in the second quarter. little... Total yardage here for you. Cal Allen has 120 total yards to Miller's minus 26. Ooh, I'd like to remind everybody you can follow us on Twitter. You've got your updates throughout the evening. I'd like to thank uh, Josh for helping us out on our Twitter update. All you got to do is go to Twitter, backslash Cat I Radio. That pass was a uh, incomplete, is the best way to describe it. Well, they had chips to the, to the top side right there, Mike. He uh, had a play-action fake to the running back that went the other way, and then he threw the ball into the stands almost. So, I mean, <laughs> almost the first row of stands. Yeah, so, I mean. Two men back deep for the Wildcats, Kalani Ibarra and uh, John Gaddis, will stand at the 40-yard line. New punter, a little bit better punt this time. This is going to be a high punt. Gaddis will take it at the 40-yard line, coming to the near side, trying to get upfield. He's going to get right to midfield about the 49-yard line. We'll see where they spot it. They're going to spot it right at midfield at the 50-yard line. 11 minutes and two seconds. Left to go here in the second quarter. Wildcats with a 35-0 lead. We've already seen backup quarterback Sam Allen. We've seen some of the backup running backs, backup linemen. Again, you want to keep that momentum going, but you also want to maybe get some of your players some rest halfway through the uh, season. Lonnie Ibarra will check in the backfield. Very explosive. Now, he's been used at safety all year, but you've seen the kind of athlete that he is as a special teams player. Handoff, Ibarra, right side. Ibarra going to be met at the line of scrimmage this time, and maybe a yard on the play for number seven, Kalani Ibarra. Yeah, some offensive linemen checking in. We got number 72, Weston Julich. Number 76, Josh Hernandez. We got uh, number 83, Jeremy Herrera set in at wide receiver right now. Let's see if we can get you some more numbers. Uh, you had 66, Mike. 66 was uh, Duke Waddell also checking in for the Wildcats. A.J. Brown checked in the backfield. 24 is uh, Race Deal. He's the uh, wideout split up top. Starting to see some changes for this Wildcats. Handoff to number three, Hobbs, coming around the near side. Hobbs has the uh, sideline, 35, trying to stiff arm the uh, defender, and he's going to be pushed out of bounds inside the 30-yard line. Yeah, we got the corner there, Mike. Um, Looks like we had a good block right there by our left tackle. Still in the edge for us right there. Hobbs did the rest going around the sidelines right there, picking up about, about 20, 25 yards on that gain right there. Good job. Good job setting the edge, and then uh, good job there by Hobbs set, uh, doing the rest on the run right there. <clears throat> First down and 10 for the Wildcats. 10 minutes and 12 seconds. The uh, clock stops. He is knocked out of bounds on the play. 
83, Jeremy Herrera has also checked in as a wideout to the near side. Allen fakes to Hobbs, now going downfield, has a man wide open. Number one, John Gaddis will take it in from 30 yards out. Allen to Gaddis on the touchdown play. Looked like a little bust of coverage there, Mike. We had a, a little play fake there in the backfield, and then Gaddis basically running free right down the middle of the field. Allen just doing a good job, just putting it out there for him. Not not a too not too hard of a throw right there, just uh, laying it out there for him, letting him run underneath it, and Gaddis picking it up for the uh, for the touchdown. Point after coming up, Wilson going to have to uh, ice down his leg at halftime. He's had his work cut out here early in this game. Looks like we got a flag on the on the field here, Mike. Looks like we had too many men on the field. Going to set us back another five yards for the the extra point. What the uh, young men that are having to trot those flags across the field look like they're a little wore out already. Those are, those are my freshman players, Mike. Those are our uh, <laughs> those, are, those are our players of the game. There, I bet they're wishing they they didn't do so good yesterday. Right now, point after through the uprights, Wildcats forty-two, Miller Buck zero. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on thirteen sixty KKTX. Clear. Thirty seconds only. I know we got to be ahead of the lineup. We get we. So many points on the board. All right, 30 seconds. Ten seconds. Perfect. <laughs> so much for a minute between. <laughs> almost like 30 seconds, isn't it? Not even. Five seconds. Wilson tees it up at the 40-yard line. Ten minutes and four seconds left to go here in the second quarter. And the Wildcats leading 42-0 to over the Miller Buccaneers. Backup quarterback Sam Allen connecting with the uh, wide receiver John Gaddis on a 30-yard touchdown pass. That gives the Wildcats a 42-0 to lead. High end over end kick. This one taken at the 12-yard line. Number one, Eddie Rodriguez coming upfield, and he's going to get to about the 27-yard line. We'll see where they spot it. Forward momentum should have them at about the 27-yard line. 9.52 remaining here before half. They will spot it at the 28-yard line. Looks like Philip Lively is back in their corner. We're going to have a new safety. It looks like Sam Allen is going to take over the safety duties here. Allen looks to be a pretty big kid. Not sure how tall he is, but uh, Escobar making the tackle from the uh, nose guard position on the running back. But Allen, I think well, now that you look him at a safety spot, he's a pretty big kid for being a sophomore. Yeah, you know, you don't see him, see him all that much. Hide him behind the big uglies over there on offense with a uh, I'll let you got him out in open space. You know, he's a pretty tall kid right there. Nine minutes, 27 seconds. Wildcats taking on the Miller Buccaneers. District matchup. Now with the changes, you have eight district games. The addition of the uh, two 
Corpus Christi schools. Going downfield, number 11, looking for his wide receiver. It's going to be picked off. Number 7, Kalani Ibarra. This is where he's dangerous. He's got the 45. He's got the 40 coming upfield. Inside the 35, he's going to be brought down at the 29-yard line. Good play there by Ibarra, just uh, setting back there in a safety position, waiting for that ball to come down, picking it up. Uh, looks like if he could have picked up one more block right there, he could have taken that one to the house. But uh, good job with the return right there. Going to set up the Cats in Buccaneer territory once again, setting them up on the 30-yard line. I'm correct. Is that not the fourth turnover of the night for the uh, Miller Bucks? I believe so. Two three. fumbles and the three fumbles. I think it's two three. fumbles and two kicks. Yeah, three fumbles and uh, one interception. One interception. Wow. Up to stay competitive when we turn the ball over that much, and the Wildcats now are going to go to the two tight end set. Like we got another quarterback in number nine, Brent Gottman, is second in a quarterback. I'm trying to see who the running back is. Looks like a Wisehart, I believe, Mike. Is it 23? Yeah. It is. 23 Weishart. The uh, running back on the play. Breaking tackles. Weishart is going to take it for 30 yards out. That was just an open gap. Weishart put his hand on the ground and takes it in from 30 yards out, number 23. Wow. Kind of remind me of the old days right there, Mike. You know, they had everybody up there, up on the line of scrimmage. You know, if you, you can get through, get through one guy, you, there's nobody else to help out right there. And that's what he did. He just shook off one tackle right there. And then there was uh, nobody left. Between him and the end zone, he just walked into the end zone there for the touchdown. Did number 23, Austin Weishart, checking in the game with his first carry and uh, picking up a touchdown. It's not bad. Point after coming up, Wilson with the uh, pretty blue shoes waits for the uh, snap. Duff takes the snap. Wilson with the kick. This one through the upright. Cal Allen, 49, Miller, 0. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. <laughs> a little freshman guy. Clear. <laughs> I, need to, I need to start pumping the clock. You need to go talk to that clock operator. This will be the perfect time around. Nobody's looking. Just go bump a minute off. That's what I'm saying. You gotta. They got to a new pair of shoes or something. They're gonna come back five, five pounds lighter. <laughs> You see him dropping the flags like, like really? <laughs> Look at the guy with his hands on his head. <laughs> this is Billy. <laughs> I didn't get looking. I know. He's, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> How are you looking, Brian? Got about ten seconds left. I'm gonna start talking right as he approaches. Coming down on five seconds. Wilson with the kick. High end over end kick. This one is going to be taken at the 11-yard line. Fake the reverse. Now coming up field is number one. Got a blocker in front of him. Still on his feet. Nice little shifty move. Whoop. And cuts back. Whoop. And he's hit. Nah. Not quite the uh, ESPN highlight that uh, he was trying to make out of it, but nice return by number one, Eddie Rodriguez. You know, they uh... – they ran that same thing against us at the, at the at the freshman level, and they did it like two or three times again at the at the JV level. So you probably see that the rest of the night. But uh, not not a bad little Berman impression there, Mike. <laughs> Thirty-four yard line for the Bucks. First down and ten, driving left to right. Miller trying to get something going positive here. Number eleven is the quarterback. 
Joshua Bosquez. Running back to each side. Hand off to the uh, running back on the left. Breaking the tackle, number 33, has some open field. Trying to get around his blocker. Lively, making a nice attempt. And finally, the uh, defender's coming to help out. But a 20-yard run for the uh, running back, number 33, Terrell Thompson. Yeah, it's the second time they've set the edge on us there, Mike. Uh, good job recovering there by our defensive backs. But um, that's one of the things, you know, you don't want to see as a, as a defensive tackle, defensive uh, outside linebacker right there, letting them letting – them get around you and set that edge for some running room, and that's uh, exactly what they did there. They did a, a couple plays back on their last drive, so um, probably going to see the same thing here, Mike. First down and 10. Quarterback under center. Handoff to the uh, running back, number 28, going on the left side, and a nice positive play again. Seven-yard pickup for the uh, running back. Yeah, just a little isolation play right there to the left side, and once again, looks like we're getting hooked pretty good on that far side right there. He just bounced it to his left and picked up about seven yards. Uh, just a couple minor adjustments on the defensive line. Defensive ends right there would help that play. Just funnel it and also the middle to our linebackers where all our, uh, all our beef is. But, you know, they're setting that edge right there, picking up a couple yards on us here. Second down and four. Fox, who early on were in negative Offensive production may now be equal. And off to the up man, number 33, Thompson. He's going to be met at the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play. Same thing right there, Mike. Just a little fullback dive. And uh, it looks like as soon as they get the ball, they're just going to try to bounce it to the outside, trying to set that edge once again. But nothing doing there. Going to set up a second and five here for the Bucks. Six minutes, 51 seconds. For the uh, half here, Wildcats with a 49-0 lead. Shotgun formations, trips to the near side. Quarterback rolling to his right, has some pressure. Not going downfield, and a flag again coming from the official here on the near sideline. And this one may be against the Wildcats. Yeah, we'll see what they say here, Mike. It's uh, it's tough for a defensive back. You know, their their quarterback doesn't have the strongest of arms, and they're running those those seam routes right there, just straight down the field and fly route, whatever you want to call it. And uh, the ball is just underthrown. And when that happens, you know, our defensive back's in a good position. And when he turns his head around, the wide receiver's trying to come back to the ball right there, and he's just stuck in no man's land. So they're going to call him right there for a defensive pass interference, going to give the Bucks a first down on – our about 23, 24-yard line right here. After the uh, penalty, Bucks will be looking at a first down and 10. Shotgun formation. And off to Thompson. Thompson trying to get around the outside, gets around the edge, and he's going to be real close to the first down if Thompson pushed out of bounds at about the 12-yard line. Yeah, Mike Thompson's got some quicks right there. You know, he's getting out some open space once again on the left side. Getting uh, Looks like we're getting hooked once again. They're setting that edge, and he's just bouncing everything to the outside. And once he gets to that outside, he can use his speed. And he's got, he's got some quicks on him, Mike. He just kind of made a little move right there, then, then went for about 10, 12 yards picking up that first down. Buck started this drive on the 34-yard line with 8 minutes and 31 seconds. So it's right at 2 minutes to uh, get downfield. Inside the red zone for the first time tonight. And off. The running back. 
coming right up the middle, and I believe it's number 35, Reese Barrett, on the tackle. Yeah, Barrett doing a good job right there. <clears throat> right there, coming up on the tackle, filling, filling his hole right there. Um, looks like we had some, looks like number 81, Lawrence Mann right there, setting the edge that time. Didn't let let, her, let, her get, let him get hooked right there, and uh, Barrett's in there to make the play. Clock rolling, eight. Right, that's 5.45 left to go here before the half. Wildcats with a 49-0 lead over the uh, Miller Buccaneers. Shotgun formation. Wide receiver motions across the line of scrimmage. Hand off to number 28, I believe that is. For the uh, Buccaneers trying to uh, throw the defender away. That's Justin Wade on the carry for the uh, Buccaneers. No gain on the play. We'll call it third down and 10. Yeah, they had their right guard pull right there. Mike trying to lead the way over there. And uh, Monique Ula just quick off the ball right there, getting into the backfield, making a play. He's going to set up third and long. What the uh, Buccaneers have here. Not a play call they have here, needing a first down. I didn't come over to the uh, right side, uh, looking for his wide receiver. Nice coverage there by the uh, Wildcat defender, but the uh, pass incomplete. Yeah, had two guys in the same spot right there, Mike. It looked like he was trying to hit the first guy in there in the flats, and the ball fell, and ended up being closer to his outside receiver there. Going to set up a fourth down. Looks like the field goal team will be on the field. Mike, see if they can put three on the board here late in the second quarter. See what they can get going here for sure. Try the field goal from 29 yards out. Like number 34, Luis Castillo, set back to kick this one. Like maybe a piece of grass was in the way. Lean over to clean it up. Ooh, this one's blocked. Lively on the block. Lively trying to pick it up, and he will not be able to scoop it up. But it is blocked by number 21, Philip Lively. Yeah, if you could have picked that one up, Mike, there was nobody in front of him. Obviously. Uh, all the linemen down there blocking for that extra point or that, that field goal, and he just couldn't pick it up, so he just decided to fall on it. He's going to set us up here at about the uh, 35-yard line with four minutes and 42 seconds left to go here on the uh, Rabelais INE scoreboard. There you go. There you Coach go. Duke. <laughs> well, thank Coach Duke and Coach Asa Chambliss. Filled in last week. A lot of people were calling and texting, asking where I was at, but they also were very uh, – Complimentary of gracious, the uh, broadcast. Gracious, Very gracious. Put it that way. <laughs> uh, appreciate uh, y'all guys stepping in and filling in. I know it was last moment. Uh, but, again, a great job by uh, Coach Ryan Duke and uh, Coach Asa Chambliss. You know, it's pretty tough, Mike. We had uh, Victoria West running a play about every six, seven seconds. and <laughs> We're trying to get the, the sponsors in, trying to get everything in when we could. But it was running so fast, and it seems like this game is just going to drag on here for a while. We're going to have to bring out a book or something here to read in the second half. but. It was fun. It was, a, it was a good experience for for me at least. You know, trying to get my feet wet on the uh, the play by play. But like I said, I'm I'm glad you're back, man. Glad oh, you're back. Appreciate it. I again, lots of people texting, asking, calling where I was at. Uh, I was talking earlier. I've been helping the uh, the program since about '97 in one way or another, either baseball or football. And I told Coach Danner, I think in in all those years, I've only missed three games. Uh, so. Not something I normally do, but I tell you what, it is kind of <laughs> odd being available on a Friday night. 
Just had, just had to pick my year, huh? As soon as I start doing it, yeah, Duke's here. We'll take I, off. That was confidence, bro. I knew you could, knew you could <laughs> carry the torch. Gama's under center. Second down and eight. The flag coming in from the uh, referee. And I believe we're going to have a delay of game. The Wildcats, I believe that's their first penalty. No, not the first penalty. They've had a couple of pass interference penalties, but the first one against the offense. Yeah, we had a little miscommun- miscommunication there in the backfield. We had two guys set up to our right, and they ended up uh, – Looked like we needed one on our left and one on our right, and then uh, just time ran out on us right there. Going to set up a, a second and long now here for the Cats. Looks like number 43, <clears throat> Tyler Leal, has checked in on the backfield. And over to the left side is the quarterback. I believe it's uh, Gomez, number nine. Yeah, Mike, it was just a little quarterback sneak right there. We uh, we ran that at the freshman level about three or four times. So the, the way their defense is set up, there's nobody really over the ball. So. You can just pick it up and, uh, you know, try to get five or six yards right there. He ended up picking up about about eight yards on that one. Going to set us up with a third and five here. <clears throat> All resting at the 38-yard line. Three minutes to go here. Looks like we're going to have to hurry up here, Mike. We're not even seven. There we go. We're going to have to call a timeout. Play clock was about right at five seconds right there. We weren't even up to the line yet, so we're going to have to waste the time out here with three minutes and six seconds left to go in the second quarter. Let's see if we can get a little player profile in by our proud sponsor, Felix Chiropractic, helping us out on our player profile throughout the year. I'd like to thank Felix Chiropractic for uh, sponsoring our player profile for uh, this week. And who do we have? I know. Looks like we got Caleb Campaign, parents named Jack and Catherine Campaign at the Coach Campaign's son, he's number 88, plays a wide receiver. His favorite professional football team is the Texans. Man, that was a tough one to watch last night. Um, favorite college football team is Baylor. His plan, his plans after graduation is just to go to college, and his hobbies is spending time with friends, spending time with friends and family. That's Caleb Campaign, number 88. Our player profile brought to you by Felix Chiropractic. Proud sponsors of tonight's broadcast. Also, like to thank Happenies Dance Studio. Happenies supporting the uh, Wildcats. Like to thank everybody for tuning us in on our internet broadcast. Her down. We'll call it six to go. Gomez under center. Handoff. Ooh, I thought he handed the ball off. Seventy-two was in the backfield in a hurry. Jonathan Silguero just kind of shot the gap, and boy, I thought Gomez had handed the ball off, but he was on the uh, backside of Gomez quick. Yeah, it looks like uh, we had our play call right there to to our left side, and one of our one of our linemen either didn't block back or just uh, didn't know the snap count there. He kind of just shot right through the line, like you were saying. So if they were running to the left, it would have been one of, one of our left guards or our center had to block back right there and uh, just. Wasn't the case, so we'll bring out our, our punt team. It looks like uh, number 35, Reese Barrett, will be deep to uh, punt this one. Snap on the way. Barrett, right-footed punter, almost hitting the backside of Chris. And this one's going to bounce. Take a nice wildcat roll inside the 35, now rolling to about the 27-yard line. You can see Barrett talking to Chris. I mean, that ball almost hit him on the backside. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a close one, Mike. Uh as an up man right there, you got to step up a little bit and look like he was kind of in pass, pass block format or pass block, pass block mode right there and didn't really step up. And as soon as he took that one step, he almost got him right there on the backside. 
Yeah, you can see kind of a bear saying, hey, buddy, I'm stepping right into you. Yeah, that 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 pond right there kind of had like a kickoff spin. It had a little backspin on it. Most of the time when I, I was watching Bear before the pregame, he was kicking them pretty good, kicking those those high end over spirals right there, but kind of kind of messed up his, his leg swing right there. Shotgun formation, ball at the 27-yard line, handoff to the uh, running back, Thompson, trying to get around the outside, trying to get around that edge, and number 52 for the Wildcats is going to make the tackle. That's James Hedrick for the uh, Wildcat defense. Yeah, it looked like number 34, Carter Heberdine right there, was in the backfield right there to make the, the tackle, and <clears throat> running back made a pretty good little move right there on him, kind of duked him out of his shoes, went around the, the left side right there, picking up a, a game of about five, going to set up. A second and ten, or yeah, second and five. Uh, got about a minute and a half left to go here in the second quarter. The game got started at 7:30. We're one hour into the game, right at the 8:30 mark. Our cats with a 49 to zero lead. Handoff to the up man, quickly met by the defense for the Wildcats. He's coming up on the bottom of the pile. That looks like number 51 for the Wildcats. That's Anthony. Tip and tell, making the tackle. One of tonight's captains for the uh, Wildcat defense. Yeah, number 30, Ty Cade, and number 52, James Hedrick, are in a linebacker now. Mike, it looks like they uh, pushed him out real quick right before this series started. Secondary has remained the same. Chris, Lively are your corners. Ibarra, one safety. Allen has taken over for Gattis in the uh, secondary. Third down and six. And off to the running back, Thompson, trying to keep his feet moving. Or I'm sorry, that's 28. Justin Wade, and Wade will pick up about three yards on the play. He's going to be short of the first down. Let's see if they try to run off another play here, Mike. we got about 20 seconds left to go in the quarter. Looks like they're not in much, much of a hurry over here. It looks like they're just going to take it to half, Mike. Under 10 seconds, and we will take this into halftime. The Miller Bucks trail the Carolina Wildcats as we go into halftime. We've played 24 minutes from Buck Stadium. Our Rabelais INE scoreboard has the Wildcats leading 49-0 over the Miller Buccaneers. We'll be back with the MC Welding and Fabrication halftime show right here on 1360 KKTX. Clear. That is painful. That's... Give us two minutes, please. Two minutes. Two minutes. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome the national champion, Calhoun Bobcats. Bobcats have been driven by a lot of good news around the world. 
Alan's fine. Going to have to. Go to the Ten influence. seconds. Make sure the alarm is set. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> Five <laughs> seconds. Five seconds. All right, welcome to the MC Welding and Fabrication Halftime Show. The Calama Wildcats leading 49-0 to over the Miller Buccaneers right here. On our halftime show, I'm Mike Guerrero alongside uh, Coach Ryan Duke as the uh, Wildcats. You know, normally I recap the half, but, you know, Ryan, I don't know if I got enough win left in me. To, you know, 49 points here in the first half. You know, your boys that are running the flags are tired. And, and again, it's just it, – it's a testament between the two programs. You know, Miller's trying it, – it, it's almost unfair. You know, a couple of years ago, Miller was a 3A school back when it was the old classifications. and they barely broke the numbers to get moved up, so now they're taking on, you know, some of these now are considered 5A, but, you know, they're taking on the likes of, of Victoria East, Victoria West, you know, you know, Flower Bluff. They have some huge enrollment numbers. Cal Allen doesn't have the biggest enrollment numbers, but they have the tradition. They have the techniques, the coaching, the execution. Miller, you know, just trying to get that going. It wasn't but a few years ago. They were in the playoffs in, in 3A, and, and now you see them giving up you know, 49 points here, and it's just been a tough first half. So many miscues. Uh, Coach Brotherton working on the stats right now, but uh, that last drive they had, you know, they covered about 60 yards. They tried to go for the uh, field goal, and, you know, that, that was not the prettiest field goal. It's just been a tough night for the Miller Buccaneers. Wildcats getting a lot of the younger players in, Ryan, but it's been a tough first half for these Miller Bucks. Yeah, just going over some scores the, this year for Miller, you know, they gave up 42 their first week. And then two weeks after that, they gave up 48. A week after that, they gave up 62. And then last week, they gave up 73. So, I mean, it's tough. Like you're saying, you know, they, they came out against Carroll, and they came out against Ray, and they're playing GP, Flower Buff, and then Victoria East. Now you got Cal Allen. So, I mean, it's tough to get anything rolling. You know, a lot of teams, they come out, open up against a weaker opponent, you know, and they never they never had that. They came out against Carroll and, uh, you know, just started a tough season. It's tough to get the ball rolling on anything, you know, because you don't really have all the all the meshing going on with your linemen and your wide receivers, your running backs, everything. It's, uh, I mean, it, it's tough to be as a as a unit, you know, a, a whole. And uh, it's just it's tough, like you're saying, you know, they're going against big opponents week in, week out. And, uh, you know, it's just it's, it's tough. It's tough for kids, you know, to, to give the effort that they are giving, you know, right now. But, uh like you're saying, it's, it's, it's been tough to watch. But, um, you know, the second half, and we're, we're going to get some guys in that haven't been playing all that much. And uh, they're going to help both teams, I think, a lot along the way. Going to get some guys over there, get some experience. And, uh, you know, it'll be it'll be good for both teams. Hopefully we come out injury-free, you know, and just uh, get better on both sides. 
you go. We'll check in with our producer, Brian Katana. Uh, we'll check some scores around the area again, some district matches going on. We heard Alice playing tonight. Uh, Gregory Portland's playing tonight. Don't know if Flower Bluff is playing tonight, so we'll, we'll try to check in with our producer, Brian Katana. Uh, a lot of football left to be played. We'll get to our stats here shortly. Uh, Coach Brotherton uh, to our left working the uh, stats. Just a lot going here on a Friday night. I want to thank everybody for being with us on a Friday night uh, right here from Buck Stadium. I'd like to thank all our sponsors for helping us out. I'd like to thank, uh, uh, you know, MC Welding and Fabrication, you know, bringing us our halftime show, our uh, coaches show brought to you by Access Ford. So many sponsors that make it possible. I'd like to thank ETS, Oilfield Services, Division 16 Construction. How about Nolan's Four Boys, Ainsworth Trucking, Atlas Tubular, uh, Remax, just all of these guys without them. It would not be possible to bring you this broadcast. Feel a chiropractic, our player profile. And, of course, we've given you our scoreboard, Rabelais INE. Tonight's Internet broadcast is brought to you by, we told you earlier, that's right, Tiffany's Dance Studio. Tiffany's Dance Studio, registering now in Cal Island, Orange Grove, and Gregory Portland. You can also register online at www.tiffany's.com. That's www.tefffanys.com. Specializing in making dreams come true since 2009. Loving our Wildcats. I'd uh, like to thank Stephanie uh, uh, and, and the whole uh, staff at the uh, studio, and that's uh, uh, Kalani's parents who have been supporters of the Wildcats for many years. Give them a call Monday through Thursday, 2 o'clock to 7 o'clock at 241-3000. That's 241-3000. Tiffany's Dance Studio, proud sponsors of tonight's Internet broadcast. We'll be back with more of the MC Welding and Fabrication Halftime Show. We got stats. We got our sub varsity report, top 10 from around the state. We have a lot to bring right here on the MC Welding and Fabrication Halftime Show on 1360 KKTX. Clear. Okay, Brian, two minutes. When you come back, I'll do a short little introduction. I'll send it to you for the scoreboard. Then we'll do our stats, and then we'll take another break. All right, sounds good. Is Flower Bluff playing tonight? Anybody know? Very big crowd tonight, huh? They're going to the parking lot. Okay, we're forties. I'm good. Friend of mine came to say hello a while ago. Looks like they were going to go check the. Uh, make sure they set their alarm. <laughs> Doesn't help when you've given them the ball. What they had a fumble on the twenty and five. Ten seconds. 
They're some purple people leaders in Minnesota, are they? Five seconds. Gotcha. Get ready for the scoreboard. All right, welcome back to the MC Welding and Fabrication Halftime Show. Coming to you from Buck Stadium on a Friday night. Beautiful Friday night. It, uh, we had some showers earlier throughout the day, but temperatures hanging out about 79 degrees. We'd like to thank everybody for being with us on a Friday night, wherever you're at, at home, at work, in your car. Thanks for taking time out of your evening. I'm Mike Guerrero alongside, alongside Coach Ryan Duke. I'd like to say hello to the folks at Island Refinery Road, the guys out at Flint Hills working the turnaround. Guys over at Bolero, Sitco, Oxy, wherever you are, guys, keep it safe. Keep it in the process unit. Be safe out there, turning them wrenches. And thanks for being with us on a Friday night. Uh, we're going to check in with our producer real quick on our Rabelais INE scoreboard. Ryan, what do you got for us? Well, right now the Ray Texans are still in the second quarter against the so- uh, San Antonio South Bobcats. They're leading 14-7. to the Alice Coyotes are also leading the Moody Trojans in the second quarter, 28-0. to zero. Um, Also in the second quarter, the Victoria West Warriors are leading the Toloso Midway Warriors, 21-0. to zero. Another game at halftime is the Victoria East Titans against the Gregory Portland Wildcats. Victoria East is leading 21-14. to 14. Also in halftime is Beeville Trojans against Robstown Cotton Pickers. That's a tied game, 14-14. to 14. And also in the second quarter is uh, the Lavernia Bears against the Rockport Fulton Pirates. The Bears are leading 16-6. to 6. In the second quarter, the Sinton Pirates are leading the Jordantown Indians 35-0. to 0. Not to mention the Wildcats leading the Buccaneers at halftime, 49-0. to 0. Back to you, Mike. All right, that's Brian Katana, our producer, helping us out with our Rabelais INE scoreboard. Thanks, Brian. Working back in the uh, box, keeping us in line with our sponsors. He'll be helping us throughout the night. As uh, Coach Brotherton, our statistician, he's been uh, punching out those numbers for the Wildcats. and 49 points on the board, but I mean, I just seems like the Wildcats have been playing right in front of the worst part of my view, right here where it's all stained with moisture. It doesn't seem like we've had to go very far, but Brian, let's see what those numbers have to show. Well, first downs, Cowan leads the way 9-5. to five. Rushing yards, Cowan leads the way once again, 117-16. to 16. Passing yards, Cowan 89, the Millers 10, for a total of 206-26. to 26. Penalties for the Cats, 4-40. for 40. Penalties for the Bucks, 2-15. Leading rushers for the game is Weishart. He's got one for 30 with a touchdown. Lamb's got one for 20 with a touchdown. Sam Allen with two carries for 20 yards. Brown. Two carries, 11 yards, and two TDs. Passing-wise, Allen is 3 of 3 for 61 yards and a touchdown, and Gage Lamb is 2 of 3 for 28 yards and two touchdowns. Rushing for the Miller Buccaneers is Wade with 12 carries for 22 yards, Thompson 5 for 17, and Silva has 5 carries for negative 23. Silva passing the ball is 2 of 5 for 10 yards, and Vasquez, when he came out for that short spell, is 0-6 with an interception. Receiving on the night, the Cats, Gattis, 1 for 30 for a touchdown. Robbie got two catches for 28 yards and two touchdowns. And Floyd brought in one catch for 25 yards. Receiving for the Miller Buccaneers, Thompson, 1 for 9, and Wade, 1 for 1. The uh, Miller Buccaneers have had the ball for 14 minutes and 45 seconds, and the Cats have only had the ball for 7 minutes and 7 seconds, but 
I mean, a lot of our drives have only been two or three plays, you know, getting into the end zone with that 49. Not the lead. Yards per play <clears throat> for the game, Sounds averaging 10.8 yards per play. Miller Buccaneers, 0.8. Oh, man, I tell you what, that's, uh, again, just uh, indicative of the score tonight. I'd like to thank uh, Coach uh, Mike Brotherson helping us out with our stats tonight, working hard to our left, always doing a great job for us, uh, keying up those numbers. He uh, not only... Uh, keeps us updated, but does a great job for the uh, Carolina Wildcat program uh, doing stats every week for us. And so we are leading at halftime. Wildcats 49-0 to over the Little Buccaneers. The Wildcat band has taken the field. They are coming off the field as we're going to take another break. We'll be back with the sub-varsity report. We'll do the top ten from around the state. We have a lot left coming at you right here on the MC Welding and Fabrication Halftime Show on 1360 KKTX. Clear. Want to go another two? How's it going? Okay. Just uh, give us two minutes. One minute. <laughs> Tomorrow? Oh, yeah. One. We got 13 and a half left. Busy, busy, busy. Ten seconds. Five seconds. All right, welcome to our halftime show brought to you by MC Welding and Fabrication. Our halftime show coming to you from Buck Stadium on a Friday night. The Wildcats leading 49-0 over the Miller Buccaneers. Our sub-varsity report coming up with Coach Mike Brotherton and Coach Ryan Duke. Coach, what do you got? Well, I'll take it over and let Coach Brotherton finish it up for us here. Uh, my freshman did a really good job this week. Ended up winning 44 to nothing over the Miller Buccaneers. Uh, had some stats this, this game. Uh, Shannon Price, he's been doing a heck of a job for us all year. He's been our workhorse back there getting the ball. You know, he's been carrying the ball 20-plus times every game. This uh, this game, he only carried it for 16 times, 16 but he ended up running for about 217 yards. He had five touchdowns last, yesterday. Uh, he had two actually called back, so he was in the end zone seven different times. And, I mean, the kid runs just like just like his, his brothers did before him. You know, they, he runs hard. He's got, got some quick – Quick moves, and he's got open field speed. So, I mean, he's been our workhorse, workhorse, workhorse all year. Uh, Dylan Fila checked in with uh, five carries for 32 yards, ended up getting two two-point uh, two conversions for us, and ended up scoring a rushing touchdown as well. Grant Gonzalez, Grant Gonzalez pitched in as well for uh, five carries and 40 yards. Rivers Roy ended up getting, getting in some action. We put him in a wide receiver this week. Uh, we had a guy go down. I got some, some bad news today. Uh, ended up... Uh, our boy Nevels ended up, I think, cracking something in his ankle, so he's going to be in a cast the rest, a cast the rest of the the year. And uh, we're going to have to bring in Roy, do some wide receiver for us. He's our backup quarterback as well. He had uh, four carries for 36 yards on his on his birthday yesterday. Had a pretty good performance there on defense and offensively. So uh, kids did a good job, but 
you know, like we were saying in the in the pregame show, it was one of those games, like a, a trap game type thing. We had a really tough opponent in Victoria West coming out with the the victory there, and then coming back. You know, we started off well, uh, picking up a, a touchdown on our first two drives, and then finishing it. I think it was 30 to nothing at halftime, and then uh, putting on two more scores in the second half. So, really good job by our, our our freshman. I think our our JV. When I left the game, we were up uh, we were up 41 to nothing when I left. So I mean. They did a good job on the JV level as well, and uh, you know, just gotta gotta keep going these fat, these these next three weeks. Um, three tough opponents gonna gonna see what we can do against GT, Fire Bluff, and Victoria. See if we can get a that district crown and uh, bring home an undefeated season, hopefully. Yeah, I know. I was. Uh, we had a our B team games uh, played Thursday night also, and you know, when I was driving home, I looked at the scoreboard real quick, passing by, and it was like you know, forty something to nothing. So yeah, okay, they. Got a yeah. crazy oh, going on there. Mm-hmm. I had to go watch the Texans disappoint me. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move it on to our uh, junior high report here. Um, on Tuesday night, uh, seventh grade uh, went over to Cavanaughsville to play uh, CCISD's Grant, and the silver team started it off and had a, uh, a tough defeat over there, lost uh, eight to zero, and then the uh, maroon team came in also. Uh, knowing that they had a, uh, a a real tough opponent in front of them, I I kind of kept up with Grand a little bit. My nephew plays over there uh, on their their uh, A team as well, and and so I've kind of got to hear about all their scores and uh, you know how how bad they've been beating people. So we knew it was going to be a tough game with uh, you know our scoring that we've been doing, and uh, they they kind of went back and forth, and it was it was kind of a showdown of uh, which running back's going to keep running and who's going to stop it. We ended up taking the defeat 22-20, to 20, so that's the seventh grade uh, Maroon team's first loss uh, against Grant there over at uh, Cavanaughsville. And back at home, we had uh, the eighth grade uh, playing Grant as well and uh, started off with our uh, silver team there and took a tough defeat, 8-6 uh, to six against Grant. And then our Maroon team finished it off. Uh, you know, we had a tough week the week prior to that against TM, took a difficult loss, uh, regrouped, came back uh, against Grant. Uh, it, these guys, I'm going to tell you what, Jackson Lanham on our varsity team, the size that he is, Grant had three of them on their A team out there. <laughs> and <laughs> you see them warming up, and it's like, oh, I hope they don't throw these guys. Mm-hmm. Two, two, you know, one on each side, you know, bookends on the, as the tight ends and stuff. Uh, they just couldn't get anything going though, and uh, we ended up pulling out a victory, uh, 28 to six. So uh, we rebounded real well, and we'll uh, kind of see what we what we can do for next week. The uh, the B teams, our B teams, our white teams, ended up playing a special game on Thursday night last night against Jordanton, and uh, we got put in our place real quick. We were up in the press box, coaches helping out, uh, running the clock, and then doing some of the announcing. And uh, Coach Ramos, of course, uh, got the visiting team Jordanton and. Oh, the fans let us know real quick. They they brought everybody, I think, with them. They had a bus full of uh, pep squad and kids uh, there. They brought all their cheerleaders and, you know, of course, all the football players and stuff. So over at that junior high, we actually had a, a, a packed house uh, with all of those guys showing up and then our parents as well. Uh, we saw some pretty good football there with the uh, seventh grade C team, was, or the B team was playing first. And, uh, and Jordan did the other, such a small school, they only have the one team. And so we had our B team playing them. The seventh grade comes out with the victory, 28 to 20, uh, which was came down to the last second. Actually, uh, they had an incomplete pass, and the time expired on the clock. 
and then uh, the eighth grade followed them. A little bit tougher. We had an injury right off the bat, and we don't have lights over there, so we had to kind of run that clock a little bit. Hopefully we'll do something like that tonight. We ran that clock, and uh, we suffered a tough loss against those guys 16-6. to six. So um, tough week for the middle school, but uh, we're looking to hope to rebound next week. We uh, have our visiting friends across the bridge coming over, GP, and uh, eighth will be at home. Seventh grade will be over there, so uh, hopefully we can come up with a victory. Uh, from those guys we did here at the eighth grade level, their A team uh, beat Grant fifty six to zero. So All right. with us with us only beating them twenty eight to six and them going going away with the fifty six to zero thing, I think we'll have our hands full, but uh, you know, it's kids always get bumped up when it when it's the Wildcats versus the Wildcats. So we're gonna move on here to the uh, top ten rankings, uh Harris Bowl ratings once again. Uh gonna mix it up a little bit and start with the six A and work our way down. At uh, number 10, Alvin Manville. Uh, number 9, the Woodlands. Number 8, Westlake. Spring Westfield at 7. Uh, coming in at number 6 is Lake Travis. Uh, number 5, Ulysses Trinity. Number 4, Civil Steel. Number 3, Cedar Hill. Number 2, Katy. And at number 1 is Allen, once again. At the uh, 5A level, top 10, Ennis is at 10. Longview, 9. Kerrville Tivy still holding out at number 8. Crosby at 7. Vandegrift at uh, 6. Alito is at five, Temple number four, uh, George Ranch at three, Lake Ridge two, and Cedar Park at one. Uh, notables for uh, our district ourselves, uh, 225 is Moody, 200 is uh, Miller, 198 PM, 104 Victoria East, 99 Alice, 61 GP, 52 Fire Bluff, 21 Victoria West, and jumping from number 48 to number 19 now, your very own Cal Island Wildcats. Sneaking in that top 25, I like it. Getting in there. We're moving it, moving our way. Uh, coming in, the uh, Division One 4A at top 10 is Liberty. Uh, number 9, Carthage. Number 8, Kaufman. 7 is Henderson. Number 6, Waco, La Vega. Number 5, Pittsburgh. China Spring at 4. Argyle at 3. Kennedale 2. And that one is Navasota at the uh, Division 2. Is uh, uh, just on the outside of the top 15, Orange Grove at 14. And then Lamarck at 10, LaGrange at 9, Giddings at 8, Wharton at 7, Navarro at 6, Sweetwater's in at 5, Sentence coming in at number 4, Selena at 3, Gilmer at number 2, and West Orange Stark at number 1. <coughs> Excuse me. At the 3A Division 1, uh, Malakoff at 10, Kirbyville number 9, Grandview at 8, Teague coming in at number 7, East Chambers at 6, Wall, then Mineola, Pottsboro, Brock at two, and then Cameron Yo at number one. The Division Two comes in with uh, Bowling at number ten, Gunter at nine, Odom coming in at number eight right now. So it's good for those guys. Uh, Idaloo at seven, Eastland at six, Blanco at five, Cisco at four, East Bernard three, Wascom at two, and at number one is Franklin. On the uh, Division Two Class Two A rankings, at number ten is Bruni, number nine is LaPrior. Uh, number eight is Munster. Number seven, Luis. Six, Crosbyton. Number five, Fall City. Number four, Seagraves. Number three, Iran. Number two, Albany. And at number one is Bridgman. At the Division One rankings for uh, Class 2A, at number 10 is New Deal. Number nine, Shelbyville. Number eight is Mart. Number seven is Stratford. Number six is Alto. Number five is 
uh, I'm sorry, number six is uh, Crawford, number five is Alto, number four is Shiner, Refurio in at number three, Mason at two, Canadian at number one. And a note there also between the number three and number four, Refurio and Shiner are playing tonight. Uh, quick update on their score at halftime. Uh, Shiner leading Refurio 10 to 6. That's our top 10 report and a little uh, extra score thrown in there for us as well. There you go. We've got about uh, 2.45 left to go here. Uh, in the halftime, Miller's got their band out there playing right now. Guys are starting to get warmed up on the sideline. And uh, we'll tell you what, we'll take a real quick break here. You're listening to Cal Island Football. Clear. Yeah, I didn't know, I don't know where the, the sheet went. I was, was going to take us out. But. <laughs> I don't know what Mike did with the sheet. Five seconds. All right, welcome back to our halftime show being brought to you by MC Welding and Fabrication. I just want to uh, thank one of our sponsors. Just got notified from Stephen Floyd, one of our golden uh, booster club sponsors, is Deluxe Tool and Supply Company uh, in Robstown, Texas. I'd like to thank Deluxe Tool and Supply for sponsoring tonight's broadcast, uh, helping out the uh, touchdown. A club making it possible to bring you tonight's broadcast. I am Mike Guerrero alongside uh, Coach Ryan Duke, our statistician, Coach Mike Brotherton, and our producer, Brian Katana, back at the studio. Coming to you from Buck Stadium on a Friday night. Wildcats leading 49-0. to zero. The windows are starting to fog up. I don't know if it's because the door we opened it, maybe some of the humidity coming in, but it's a little difficult to see here, Coach, uh, through these windows. Wildcats have come out on the field to our left-hand side. They line up. Underneath the uh, the uh, run-through, the fog machine going there, the touchdown club, uh, always supporting the Cal Wildcats with the run-throughs, fog machine, so many things. And, again, we do want to da- uh, thank Deluxe Tool and Supply in Robstown, proud sponsors of the uh, broadcast tonight. So, again, our apologies to Deluxe Tool and Supply. Uh, we only have, are able to promote what we are advised of. Uh, <laughs> You're doing a good job, Mike. I tell you what, trying to do it on the fly, you know. I tell you what, trying to get back in that rhythm, take a week off, and just like anything else, you know, you just got to get back in that rhythm. But uh, I'd like to thank all the folks for, for tuning us in on a Friday night. And tell you what, if they didn't know we were doing it wrong, we didn't know we were listening. So we want to thank our listeners for letting us know. I'd like to thank uh, uh, them for helping us out. Shelby, uh, Derice, and her husband, proud sponsors of the show tonight. Uh, Dennis helping us out with the uh, sponsorship on the Golden Booster Club. Deluxe Tool and Supply. Thanks for listening in, Shelby. 
Thanks for sending the message, and I'd like to thank also Stephen Floyd for letting us know. We'll get it correct for you guys. As the Wildcats come onto the field, we uh, get ready for the second half of tonight's game. Wildcats leading 49-0, and again, the humidity is starting to get a little thick. Windows are starting to fog up. Uh, Again, we'll do our best to bring you play-by-play action. (laughs) Might have to go sit outside here in a minute, Mike. Is it fogging up across the hallway? I guess, yeah, we're being told uh, all the windows are being are starting to get fogged up a little bit. So um, it's tough. Hey, well, we are waiting for the uh, Miller Bucks. Oh, they're actually across the field. That's how bad it is, guys. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the uh, blow-up over here on the right, and they are uh, across the field. Miller Bucks won the toss to, uh, to start the game. They elected to receive. Well, the Wildcats will get the ball to start this. It's uh, third quarter, and again, it's right at 9 o'clock. The uh, first half took about an hour to go, so they can keep this clock going, Ryan. Maybe about the 10 o'clock hour we can uh, you know, get these boys back home, get them up, you know, put, get that chicken fry, water burger, whatever they get, put them back on that bus. Let's hope we can get out of here injury-free and get ready for uh, next week's game. Yeah, Mike, I feel like I just took my contacts out or something like that. It's, it's getting a little hazy up here. Uh, like you said, though, hopefully we can get this clock running, get, us, get our kids home safe, uh, injury-free, and just um, – you know, get this get this game rolling and get it done with. Like you said, it's 49 nothing here, and uh, we're gonna try to give you the action here. We're gonna look through look through some <laughs> some blurry goggles and tell you what we're doing here. But uh, might be a little little tough here in the second half. Wildcats will receive to the uh, south end zone to our right hand side. The uh, kicker for the Miller Bucks will tee it up. At the 40-yard line, number 34, we're being told, Coach Brotherton's got that 2020 vision. Luis Castillo will tee it up. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the MC Welding and Fabrication Halftime Show. Lots of information coming to you. The Varsity Report, top 10 from around the state. Give you stats. Try to keep you informed of what's going on with our lower classifications. Castillo with a kick. And Yes, it's to the far right side. Looks like it's taken by the Wildcats up to the 30, 34, being brought down at the 35-yard line. The Wildcats will start this drive first down and 10. Yeah, it looks like Chris got that ball right there. He brought it up to about the 35 right there. Good, good little run right there. Had a little little seam right there, but they broke it and uh, ended up making the tackle on us right there. Going to set us up at our own 34-yard line, too, if we can get you some numbers in here. Uh, as soon as we break the huddle from the sideline, I got a player profile here. In the early going, we got Drew Romero, Parents, Sammy, and Andy Romero, number 42. He's a running back on offense, defensive linebacker. Favorite professional team is the Seahawks. Favorite college football team is Oregon. His plans after graduation is to go to college, and his hobbies are fishing. That is a third-quarter player profile brought to you by Fila Kyle Practice. Shotgun formation for the Wildcats. Ball on the ground. Allen. Able to pick it up, but he's swarmed quickly by the uh, defense from the Miller Buccaneers. So the uh, missed nap by the uh, quarterback, Allen, for the Wildcats, is going to give us a, almost a eight, nine-yard loss on the play. It'll be up second down and 19. Yeah, Mike, I'd bring some insight to that play, but I never saw it over here <laughs> in, the, in the fog, so glad you got it. Find a look. I mean, I mean, there's actually some little streams between. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any streams over here, Mike. It's all fog. Shotgun formation. Allen on the keeper. And, again, Allen met in the backfield. Again, going to lose about three or four yards in the play. 
The yard to gain is the 44-yard line. The Wildcats now at the 22. Going to be third down and 22 to go for the Wildcats. Yeah, might have been a little busted play right there, a uh, miscommunication with the offensive line. As soon as he got that snap, there was about two or three guys in our backfield. I don't know if they thought we were going the other way with it or what, but it might have been just a little miscommunication there. We got some backup offensive linemen in and uh sophomore quarterback and a freshman running back, so, I mean, that, that could happen. I snap again. Add off. Looks like Brown on the handoff coming around the corner, breaking a tackle, still on his feet. Now finally pushed out of bounds is the freshman running back, A.J. Brown. Pushed out of bounds at the 36-yard line. Still going to bring up fourth down and eight for the Wildcats. Good job of running there by Brown. They had some guys on our backfield right there, made a couple miss, and uh, picked up a pretty good game right there. Still going to set us up a little short of the first down. <clears throat> Looks like a, uh, a punt will be upcoming. Looks like, yeah, looks like Trent Wilson will be putting this one, Mike. Wilson, who had his work cut out, Up on the way. Wilson has that one blocked. Miller Buccaneers able to break through the line of scrimmage, and they are going to recover the ball inside the 20-yard line at about the 17. Yeah, Mike, they had about two or three guys go right through the middle of our line right there. We didn't pick up much of anybody right there. As soon as he got that ball, he took a step, and it was was blocked from the get-go. And uh, something you don't want to see, Mike, you know, Getting our kicker injured maybe right there, you know. I, he walked off fine, but I'm just saying, with well, the score 49 and nothing like this, uh, you know, they're probably going to come out a little flat because the game's basically already already done and over with. But uh, coming out here a little little flat in the early going, going backwards in our first offensive position. Uh, off, offensive position. Possession. 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 There you go. It's a, you know, it's a, it's the fog. It's everything in here, Mike. It's just, I'm out of whack. Right it now. is. It's all right. I'm there with you. Nine minutes, 35 seconds. Buccaneers, after the blocked punt, take over at the 18-yard line, pick up a three yards on first down. Now looking at a second down and seven. Up to the line of scrimmage. Wide out split to each side. I formation for the Bucks. Drop him back, and he's going to hand it off again. Very difficult to see through this uh, glass here at Buck Stadium. I thought he was dropping back to pass. Obviously, he handed it off to the uh, running back. And, folks, we want to apologize. It, uh, to try to give you an idea, we are looking to glass. It, uh, it's hard to even see the formation through this uh, fog, you know, these foggy glass. Looks like somebody just got out of the shower in here, Mike. There's just. The windows are all fogged up. The AC is really cold for some reason right now, and it's just <laughs> between the not ideal condition and humidity, and, and it's across a whole press box, not just here. And off to the LF side, and the Wildcat defense coming up to make the stop. Looks like maybe got back to the uh, line of scrimmage. Buccaneers with great field position after the block punt, trailing the Wildcats 49-0. to zero. Mike, I can't even see the six, man. Is I it, can't, fourth, is it I, fourth down? I, it I, is fourth down, right? I'm trying. It looks. I'm trying to go by the scoreboard of the six. Yeah. Fourth down and eight maybe to go. Buccaneers are going for it. Shotgun formation. Pressure coming up field. Dropping back. Now the quarterback 
just going to throw it away, and the Wildcat defense does a great job of holding the Buccaneer offense on four and out. Looks like I've got a flag on the field here, Mike. How do you see a flag on the field? Well, Coach Brotherton's helping me out over here. That's the only reason I called it. <laughs> I'm having trouble seeing the field, much less a flag on the field. They had to get him for intentional grounding is what I'm thinking of, but uh, – he kind of rolled back, and I don't know if he got outside the tackle box, but he just threw it away to nobody on the uh, far sideline. Yeah, there was nobody in the area. It looks like Kyle's just going to decline the penalty and take the ball over here right at the 16-yard line. Seven minutes, 49 seconds to go. Wildcats with the ball. As Ryan called it, they're going to spot it at the 16-yard line. First down and 10. Again, snap mishandled by the uh, quarterback, and Wildcats... Here in the second half, have gone backwards on both their possessions. Yeah, it looks like we had a little pitch play right there. To looks like we had 36 in the backfield. That's uh, Heath Thomas. He was back there in the backfield. It looks like I had a little pitch play to the left side. And once again, it's a bad snap or a mishandled snap. Not sure right there, but as soon as he turned to get that pitch, there it just went about two feet onto the ground and gonna set us back once again. Gonna be second and about. 16 as I looked at this one little crack in the wind in the windshield to give the action. Allen is at quarterback. Romero is in the backfield. Toss sweep to the uh, running back. I believe that may be Brown, and he's going to get to the 14-yard uh, line. Not quite to the original line of scrimmage. Looks like it was Heath Thomas there, Mike. Was it Thomas again? 30, yeah. 36. Heath Thomas, the uh, junior running back. Going to be third down, and we'll call it 12, 12 to go. Clock rolling, under seven minutes left here in the third quarter. Wildcats with a 49-0 lead over the uh, Miller Bucks. Allen under center. Dropping back, hit at the one-yard line. And did they get a safety? A touchdown. The ball come loose? The ball came loose. Looked like the ball came loose. Sam Allen was trying to pick it up in the backfield there, and then looked like one of the uh, the Miller Bucks jumped on it in the end zone. So they're going to be on the board here, Mike. There you go. Well, the Miller Bucks get the uh, goose egg off the board. Fumbled by Allen. Looked like the ball rolled in the end zone. I could not tell who recovered for the uh, Miller Buccaneers, but with six minutes and 18 seconds, Miller Buccaneers on the board with the point after coming up. Snap on the way, kick. No good. No good. Wildcats 49, Miller Bucks 6. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. We need one of the guys in the parking lot with a window to come up real quick and get it. Where are we at, Brian? Got about 20 seconds left. All right. 
Ten seconds. How much time? Five seconds. Coming down on five seconds. I don't even know where the ball went. Okay, 15. Onside kick, maybe? <laughs> no. I, I, I thought this guy was I apologize, guys. I really thought this guy here had the ball. The ball's on the other side of the field, Mike. Deep, deep left, and Mike's looking over here, short right. That's how that's how bad this is. We're not. We're not, if you're listening back at home, wherever you may be, we are not lying. We are not exaggerating, folks. I really saw the guy running. I thought he. It was a deep kick on the far side, and I was looking at the return man here on the near side. But the Wildcats, with the return, will bring the ball out to be, looks to be the 35-yard line. We did ask the uh, the uh, staff here at uh, CTISD if they had anybody that could help come clean the windows, and unfortunately they do not have anybody that can come squeegee the windows. Flag on the play, that I did see. Six minutes and six seconds, Wildcats leading 49-6. to six. Fumble on the play by Allen, and the Buccaneers were able to recover in the end zone. Looks like we're going to have a offside penalty here, Mike. Going to set us up with a first and five on the 40-yard line now. As we continue to uh, look through our windows here. Trying to find just an Slight opening. Allen, shotgun formation, trip split wide to the top. Single wide out to the near side. Fake to Brown. Allen will keep it. Allen rolls around the right side. He's going to have enough for the first down. Has 50, 45. Finally pushed out of bounds at the 40-yard line. Nice gain there by the uh, sophomore quarterback. Yeah, that's a good play call there, Mike. It looks like we had a little uh, little fake play action there to, the, to our left side. Sam kept it around the right. Uh, they had a zero zero safeties over the middle right there, so that everybody up in the box was playing the run, and Allen was able to get to the outside right there and pick up a really good game, going to set us up on the Miller Buccaneer 40-yard line. Bach rolling, under six minutes to play here in the third quarter. All the crowd decided to call it a night at halftime. Shotgun formation. Allen. Hands off to Brown, and Brown is met in the backfield, and the ball again comes loose. Scramble on the play. It looked like the Buccaneers were going to fall on it, but maybe the Wildcats catching a break there. looks like we did recover, but it's going to be back on their own 43-yard line. Big loss on the play. Yeah, going to be a loss of about, about 16, 17 yards there. Am I going to set us up with a second and 27? I don't know what the deal is here, Mike, but that's the <laughs> third or fourth time in a row that we've uh, – Mishandled the snap there. Ball now at the forty-three yard line of the uh, of the of the Wildcats. Yard to gain is the thirty on the Buck side. Allen with the slam play, looking for Floyd. That one incomplete. Yeah, we had trips to the top side. Just try to come back with that single receiver side right there. They're giving us the same look with the. Uh, Zero safety. They're just manning up on all our guys right there. Try to get inside. And looks like the uh, the linebacker kind of dropped in coverage right there and got in the way of that pass. Might have tipped it. I'm I'm guessing here. Um, <laughs> it looked like he might have tipped it because hey. he, he had a beat on it. And then game, <laughs> the play color. just kind of stopped. So Good I'm guessing he got call. something on there. You know. 
doing the best with the cards we're dealt here. That's right. <laughs> Look, I'm short stack for sure. Third down and long for the Wildcats. And a uh, whistle. I can hear the whistle. Don't know why he's blowing the whistle, but uh, we do have play stopped here. Is there a flag on the field? Yeah, I think there's a flag on about 35-yard line. It's in our backfield. So. Like, uh, trying to look at the play clock. Looks like there's still time on the play clock. Not sure what the uh, call is. We'll wait for the official. Timeout by the Wildcats. We're going to take a quick timeout. Wildcats 49, Miller Buck 6. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. Clear. 30 seconds only, Brian. 30 seconds. All right, 30 seconds. We apologize if we sound like idiots, but we can hardly see the field at all. Sounding good, not like idiots. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate it. Like educated idiots? Is that what you're trying to tell us? (laughs) Good enough. There is, uh, I don't even know. What do you call Do. Do. I mean, it's like these little spots of it. What I'm trying to look Five seconds. I'm glad they don't have a camera in here looking at us. (laughs) My eyes are pressed up against the window. All right, welcome back as we are in the third quarter. Wildcats leading 49-6 to over the uh, Miller Buccaneers. I'd like to thank everybody for being with us on a Friday night. I'm Mike Guerrero alongside Coach Ryan Duke, Coach Mike Brotherton, our statistician to our left, and our producer back in the studio, Brian Katana. Primetime crew coming at you on a Friday night. Shotgun formation, Allen, five yards deep. Dropping back, looking, left-handed quarterback going for Floyd. Floyd will make the reception at the 35-yard line. He's still going to be about five yards short of the first down. Yeah, they had a uh, just a go route over here on the left side, and ball was a little underthrown. It kind of looked like what Miller had been doing to us earlier right there. Yeah, ball was underthrown. Our wide receiver made a good play on the ball coming back to get it right there and uh, going to give us a, a fourth and manageable. It's about fourth and five. looks like our offense is going to stay on the field. Under four minutes to play here in the third quarter. Wildcats with trips to the near side. Single wideout split up top. Quarterback keeper Allen going to the left side. Needs to get to the 30. And he will get the first down. He's going to be pushed out of bounds. Looks to be the 25-yard line. Good play right there, Mike. We keep going back to it. It's a little quarterback read. He can either give it right there to the tailback or keep it. That time he made the correct read. The uh, defensive end stayed with that running back right there. So Sam just pulled it away from him, set it right up, and uh, ended up picking up the first down. I'd like to thank Atlas Tubular, Ainsworth Trucking. How about Fila Chiropractic? Access Ford, Rabelais, I&E. Division 16 Construction. Nolan's Poor Boys, all proud sponsors of the uh, Wildcat broadcast. Also like to thank Deluxe Tool and Supply. Going back to that last play there, Mike, we had trips to our far side, set up a little hit screen over there to our outside receiver, picking up a nice little gain. Gonna set us up. Gonna set us up with about a second and six and I cannot even see the down box. I I am trying to look through one of these 
gaps in the window from this moisture, but I'll take your word for it. If you say it's second down and 23 coming off the field, that's uh, for Miller. Yeah, number 23 is not on their roster sheet, of course, and uh, he'll be down. They're going to have a little break in the action here, Mike. They have a break again. We'd like to thank all our sponsors for helping us out with our broadcast. Without those sponsors, these games wouldn't be possible. I'd like to thank Remax, Ainsworth Trucking, Atlas Tubler. Again, we've mentioned Prosperity Bank, all proud sponsors of tonight's broadcast. Uh, you know, support our sponsors. Uh, they, they make it possible to bring in this broadcast. Without them, it wouldn't be possible. Possible. also like to thank uh, Tiffany's Dance Studio for uh, helping us out. Uh, with tonight's broadcast, Just for Kicks, located on Highway 77, the Five Points Shopping Center, our sponsors of tonight's broadcast as well. Thank everybody for tuning us in on a Friday night, wherever you're at, in your car, at work, or right here at the ball game. Handoff to the running back. I believe that's Brown. Brown finding the seam. Brown taking it into the end zone. Is that number 40? I hope that's Brown. I think you're right, Mike. Brown with the 22-yard run, scampering into the end zone for the Wildcat touchdown. Good piece of running there by Brown. Again, there was a guy in our backfield right there. He kind of shook him a little bit, got to the line, and, uh, you know, he just outran the rest of the defense right there. It's going to set him up for his third touchdown of the night, Mike. Freshman running back, A.J. Brown, 22-yard run, point after coming up by Wilson. Bad snap, and it looks like it looks like our holder ran it in. I'm a, I'm assuming it's a bad snap, Mike. I mean, lively was in the kick. Duff looked like he uh, handled the snap, picked it up, and took it around the right side. So the Wildcats, with a two-point conversion, now lead 57 to six over the Miller Buccaneers. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. All right, we're clear. Man, the Bucks get on the field quick. They're already, already lined up. He does have a whole special team player if he's waiting on the sideline. We need to get some of that ring yank. Something, man. Ten seconds. Yeah, tell somebody to put a glass of water on it. Five seconds. Gotcha. We're about to check in with you, Brian. All right, sounds good. All right, welcome back. Wilson tees it up at the 40-yard line. Wildcats driving right to left. The uh, touchdown by Brown, followed by the uh, two-point conversion, gives the Wildcats a 57-6 lead. And the uh, return man coming straight up field will bring it out over the 30-yard line. Looks to be about the 32. Had a little hole there, Mike. Yeah, looks like our coverage kind of broke down just a little bit, but uh, did a good job. Coming back on the backside right there to make the tackle, I believe that was number 21, Philip Lively right there on the uh, – or sorry, it was Hawk, or yeah, Philip Lively on the tackle. So uh, that'll set up the Bucks at about – 30-something. I'm, I'm kind of relying on the scoreboard. It's a 32-yard line. It's easier to see the scoreboard than it actually is the field. Two minutes and 30 seconds left to go here <clears> in the third quarter. Other Buccaneers look to be in shotgun formation. Four wide receivers, two split to each side. 
And off to the running back. Don't know if that's Wade or Thompson going right upfield and maybe a uh, three-yard gain on the play. We'll call it second down and seven. Yeah, it looked like a, just a straight dive play there, Mike, picking up about three yards, like you said. Couldn't get the number on the running back there, but uh, just a straight dive play out of the shotgun formation, going to pick up about three yards. Second down, we'll call it seven. Under two minutes to play here in the third quarter. District matchup between the Miller Buccaneers and your Kanawha Wildcats. Shotgun formation, running back to each side of the quarterback. Handoff around the left side. I believe that's 33 Thompson. Thompson uh, running east to west, and he's going to be met by a host of Wildcat defenders and uh, not much room there for the uh, running back, Thompson. No idea. I got nothing. <laughs> I, I literally have nothing. It was it was a run to the left side. That's about all I can say right now. Got an updated score. We're going to check in here shortly with our producer, Brian Katana, on our Rabelais INE scoreboard. We'll see what happens here after this play. One minute, eight seconds left to go in the third quarter. Flag on the play. As we have a flag, we're going to check in with our producer, Brian Katana, on our Rabelais INE scoreboard. Brian, what do you have for us? Well, another game in the third quarter is the Taft Greyhounds against the Blooming Bobcats. The, the Greyhounds are leading the Bobcats 50-7. to um, At halftime, the Bruni Badgers are leading the Benavides Eagles 36-0. And also at halftime, the Lavia Cardinals are leading the Three Rivers Bulldogs 20-0. At second quarter, the London Pirates are leading the Santa Maria Cougars 12-0. And another game at halftime is the Lyford Bulldogs against the, against the Santa Rosa Warriors. The Bulldogs are leading the Warriors 34-0. Back to you, Mike. All right, Brian. Thank you much. As uh, the uh, penalty on the field. Again, we're trying to look through what looks a Looks like we just stepped out of the shower, guys. I mean, that's about the best way I can describe it. I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning us in. Uh, some of them have made their way to the parking lot, uh, working on those 12-ounce curls. I'd like to thank Brian Barrett, Moretta Robbie, Gary Garcia, tuning us in from the parking lot. Guys, uh, it got a little cold, I guess, and maybe maybe the humidity got to them, but they decided to, to – to, the head to the parking lot. But, guys, we want to thank you. They just sent a couple of text messages that they're listening, uh, keeping us tuned right here on 1360 KKTX. Thanks for being with us on a Friday night. Uh, you're missing a good one, that's for sure. The Wildcats being very productive offensively, 57-6 to over the Miller Buccaneers. We do have a timeout on the field. Uh, right, I guess that's a timeout on the field. Is it a timeout? <laughs> We're almost tempted to take our equipment outside and call this game. It is brutal. Trying to look through these windows here at Buck Stadium on a Friday night. Thanks for being with us at home, at work, in your car, wherever you're at. Thanks for taking time out of your Friday night to join us right here on 1360 KKTX and on our internet broadcast, www.catsiradio.com. On, on the way, looks like it's right here in front of us. All three of us have got our heads about two inches from the window. <laughs> it's going to be down at the 37-yard line. Thank goodness there's not cameras focused in on us. 
seems like the closer you get to the window, the better the view gets. So the Wildcats will have the ball at the 36-yard line. 31 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Wildcats leading 57-6 over the Miller Bucks. You know how in the NFL, if like one, uh, if one side's head says don't work, the other side's have to take this off. I hope that if they're coaching over there, they can't they can't call players from up there because we cannot see anything. I think our coaching staff left at halftime. Trying to see who's at quarterback. Is that Allen or is it Gomez? I believe that's Allen. Wildcats will go to the two tight end set. And off to the left side, breaking tackles and lunging forward to the 39-yard line. Looks to be number 36 for the Wildcats. Keith Thomas. Keith Thomas has taken over at running back. Also checking in now is number 30, Ty Cade. We'll check in the backfield. Gain of four yards on the play, second down and six. That's going to be the end of the third quarter. We've played 36 minutes from Buck Stadium. Macalala Wildcats 57, Miller Buccaneers 6. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. Clear. We should be doing really good on the lineup, correct? As far as breaks? Yeah. We are, yes. Okay, I was going to say, we're already in the fourth quarter, so just give us yeah. 30 seconds. We'll, we'll, we'll run through a pain of having to call this game. All right. Just give us 30 seconds. Okay, we're coming down on 10 seconds right now. Got five seconds. Fifty-seven to six after three quarters. Wildcats now driving left to right on your radio dial. And off on the right side, breaking tackles is number thirty-six for the Wildcats, and he's gonna have enough of the first down over midfield to the forty-seven yard line. Nice run by number thirty-six, Heath Thomas, the junior running back. Yeah, it looks like we're going back to our old bread and butter. Mike looks like we're just gonna power in the rest of the way here in the the late stretches of this game. I'm assuming that's what we're doing. Um, just a little little dive play right there to the right side. Heath Thomas doing a really good job of breaking some tackles and picking up that first down. All cats with the ball on the 49-yard line of the uh, Buccaneers. Two tight ends set, Allen under center. And off to the right side looks to be, I believe that's Brown. 30? That is number 30 and not 40. That's going to be Ty Cade on the run and Maybe back to the original line of scrimmage. No gain on the play. We'll call it second down and 10. Yeah, it looks like he had a, a nice little kickout block right there, Mike. It looks like he tried to run around it. And uh, instead of using his blockers to advantage, tried to go around the block right there. And that guy ended up making a tackle right there that was getting blocked. So, uh, good play there by the defense of the Buccaneers. Second down and 10. Allen under center. Handoff left side. 36. Nope. nope. Quarterback keeper. Again, 36. Heck of a fake. I don't know if it's due to the window. That was just a great fake by Allen. Well, it might have been a good play fake by our uh, by our running back right there, but we got tackled in the backfield right there, so it wasn't wasn't fooling many people right there. It looked like Sam Allen is going to be brought back for a loss of about five or six yards there. Guys, I'm looking at the end zone. I was looking at the end zone at halftime, and I can see the Carroll Tiger logo, the uh, King Mustang logo. What 
Is there a new logo in the middle of the end zone? Is that the new high school? Yeah, the Eagles. Veterans. Veterans Eagles. Okay, I was wondering. I don't remember seeing that at the other stadium. Third down and 11. Handoff in the backfield. Allen kept it. I thought it was a running back being tackled, but Allen, the quarterback, kept it. But he has also met in the backfield. Loss of a yard on the play. Back to the 50-yard line. It's going to bring up. Fourth down and 11, and the punt team should be coming in. Trent Wilson will come in and punt, number 87. Wilson is going to have to ice that leg down after the game. He's had a very busy night. The last punt play, it was blocked. Mike, I'm so defeated over here. I can't even see the scoreboard now. It's getting worse and worse as we start yeah. as we keep talking. Not getting any better, I can assure you of that. Buccaneers will send one man deep to the 15-yard line. Wilson stands at his 40, bounces on the carpet, feels it like a shortstop, looking like Nelly. This one will bounce, and it's going to go to the end zone, and it will roll in the end zone a touchback. We're down to the 20-yard line, guys. It's almost comical. All you can do is laugh and, uh, you know, try to do our best. We, we tell you that. We, all we can do is, is try our best to, to bring in this action. And sometimes the, uh, the elements, you know, it may be rain or fog or whatever the case is, but this tonight, I can assure you, is probably one of the, uh, the worst conditions as far as humidity on the glass that I've ever had to call a game through. I've done some cold games. I've done some rainy games, but I've never done one that has the windows fogged up. First down and 10, and off to the uh, Miller running back. And maybe a couple of yards on the play. We'll call it second down and eight. Duke now standing up trying to get <laughs> I'm so glad there's not a camera in here. Because <laughs> just squatting down in the left corner. I'm about three inches away from Mike. Up against the glass. Just trying to figure out something that's going on right now. I look over and Coach Brotherton's in the very far left corner of the glass trying to peek. It is almost impossible. Eight minutes. 32 seconds, shotgun formation, and off to Thompson, going around the right side. Thompson hitting the backfield. The uh, defense coming up to make the play. Can't tell the number of the defender. Great job by the uh, Wildcat defense. Ryan? Trying to get, I'm trying to get a number here for you, Mike. It looks like uh, I want to say it was number 36, but I'm guessing I'm wrong right now. But uh, he uh, did a good job setting the edge right there, making him turn that one back in and Waiting for help right there. Pretty good gang tackle there by the Cats. Lively. I can tell Lively's in a cornerback here on the right side. Can't tell who's in the – is that uh, number five? It's Chris now playing safety. I believe Chris is at safety. Quarterback going downfield. Launching it down the right sideline. This is going to be incomplete at midfield. Ball's over here, Ryan. Oh, okay. And uh, it was incomplete. I believe that's Chris has taken over at safety. Cannot tell who the cornerbacks are on the far side. Again, it's it's difficult just to see the crowd in front of us, much less across the field. Yeah, it looked like they uh, just ran that go route once again. That's been their go-to route the, the entire night, trying to just hit us with a, a long seam route right there, and the ball is a little bit overthrown to the receiver number or something. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. 7.41, clock stops on the incomplete. <laughs> Miller, well, is there, are they dropping back to punt? It is. Fourth down and nine. Punt on the way. Can't see the ball. It's up in the air. Yeah, it'll bounce somewhere. 
We're being told it went out of bounds. Coach Brothers saw something. I didn't. I saw the punt. Seems like you're going to set it up at like the 38, 39, 37. 37, with all three of us unanimous. First down and 10, Wildcats at the 37-yard line. Seven minutes and 34 seconds left to go in this game. Wildcats leading 57-0 over the Miller Buccaneers. See if we can tell if Gomez, is Gomez going to come in? Will it be Allen? Which, uh, Lamb. Uh, Gage Lamb has not played since early in the first quarter. And it does look like number 12. Sam Allen will come back on the field. I feel like the guy from Major League, you know, when he, he's talking in the movie and he, he says, fly ball, cut. And that's about all he's got. <laughs> that's what I feel like right now because I cannot see anything that's going on. My head is literally pressed up against the window right now trying to see, see through this window. Shotgun formation. Allen hit in the backfield trying to roll right. And the, uh, the uh, bug defense is just shooting the gaps, getting through that line because Allen – on the last three possessions, has not had any time at all to execute his play. You know, Mike, I actually saw that one, and he handed the ball off to Leal right there. But as soon as he re- he uh, handed that ball off, there was about three or four guys in our backfield right there. Just like you were saying, they're kind of shooting the gaps. The, uh, the quick handoff right there, just nothing doing with all the uh, defensive pressure in our backfield right there. <clears throat> Seven minutes left to go in this game. Wildcats in control, 57-6. to six. Over the uh, Miller Buccaneers, all resting on the 48-yard line. Off sweep to the uh, right side. Again, not much room there for the uh, running back. Number 36 for the Wildcats. He's going to be hit and knocked out of bounds at the 48. Clock will continue to run, though. Didn't get pushed out of bounds, so the clock runs at 633. Yeah, just a little toss sweep right there to, to Thomas, and there was not much running room over there. He, he dragged about... Three or four guys up to the line of scrimmage trying to get out of that negative gain right there, bringing it back to the line of scrimmage. Going to set up a a third and about 19. Yard to gain, we'll call the 27-yard line. All resting right at the 46. Wildcats with a two tight end set. Quarterback keeper Allen going right upfield. Not much room. He's going to get to about the 41-yard line. We're going to bring up fourth down. play call there, Mike, just going with the quarterback sneak. It was third and forever. So, I mean, the game well out of reach. You know, you're just trying to get, get home safely here. Just call a couple quarterback sneaks and uh, get the de- run the ball away and get the defense back on the field. Fourth down and 15. Quarterback keeper, Allen, going around the right side, trying to get that edge and not going to quite get there. He's going to be brought down at the 44-yard line. So he's going to lose a couple of yards on the play, and the defense will come back on the field. So the uh, defense for the Miller Buccaneers have really done a nice job here in the second half. I know we gave you know, they had 49 points on the board at halftime, and since then we had that one run by Brown. Other than that, you know they've really been able to shoot the gaps and just kind of been very disruptive in the backfield. Yeah, just like we were talking to half, Mike. You know, uh, it's good for both. It's not good for their side, obviously, because of the scoreboard, but. It's good to see them come out and fight in the way they are. It's, uh, you know, the game's well out of reach, so it's just it's good to see them come out with the, the fight they have. And like you're saying, you know, we, we had a couple of bad snaps, but they've still been in our back foot a lot, the majority of the runs we've had, and uh, they're playing tough all the way through the fourth quarter. 
seven-yard gain on the play. We'll, we'll give them six yards on the play, second down and four. You're right. They've kept it clean. They've played hard. They're tackling. They're, they're, uh, they, they're, they're just continuing to fight here late in this game, and, and that's the uh, credit and the testament to, that, to the Miller Buccaneers coaching staff for getting these kids. Now, it hasn't been easy the last few weeks. You know, last week they gave up 70 points tonight, you know, 40, uh, 57, 49 at halftime, but these kids have no quitting. They're continuing to work hard and play hard. Quarterback under center, handoff, met in the backfield. Wow, nice play by the uh, – I think that was Gomez there, Mike. Number nine? Yeah, I think it was Gomez in on that tackle. He shot that gap right there playing the linebacker position. Uh, just that same little iso play to the right side, leading the fullback through the way, got away from that fullback and just shot that gap, bringing the, the running back down in the backfield for a good loss. Brings up a third-down play for the uh, Miller Buccaneers. <laughs> Mike, you know where they're – you see where they spotted that ball. Whatever just happened, he yeah, – I guess he handed it off to the first guy, and we went and tackled the other guy that didn't have the ball oh. right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dropping uh, back is the quarterback going downfield, looking for his wide receiver, and I can't tell if it's complete. We only know because the, uh, just the PA announcer filled us in. It's going to bring up a fourth down play for the uh, Miller Buccaneers. You know, a lot of the a lot of the, the people listening around around town, wherever they're at, they're probably you know going to turn the radio off because when the game was uh, out of hand, but they might just be keeping it on to listen to us <laughs> act like fools right now. So hopefully, we're keeping you entertained. What? Yes, the ball, there it is, bouncing inside the 10, down to the 5. The Buccaneers are trying to prevent it from going into the end zone. And Looks like they're going to down at the 1, Mike. Did they? It looked like yeah. I saw a couple of kids sliding. I didn't know if they actually carried it into the end zone, but the official is going to spot it at the 1-yard line. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Wildcat Football on 1360 KKTX. Clear. 30 seconds, Brian, 30 seconds. All right, 30 seconds. Man. It did spot it at the one. 99-yard touchdown run, Brown. If we can get a snap. Maybe Allen. Ten seconds. Gotcha. Five seconds. Perfect timing. First down and ten, Wildcats. Ball at the one-yard line, and we have a flag on the play. Maybe illegal procedure against the Wildcats. If it is, you can only back them up about six inches. They're right inside the one-yard line as it is. Three minutes, 24 seconds remaining in this game. Wildcats next week. Help me out, Rhino. Gregory Portland, Flower Bluff, who do we have next week? We have Gregory Portland at home. Gregory Portland coming into the – into the house, Bill Danaher Field, 7 o'clock, the uh, coaches show, 7.15, the uh, pregame show, 7.30 kickoff. We'll be right there bringing you play-by-play action with the uh, Wildcats hosting Gregory Portland. It was against Miller, so it brings up a second down and five. Handoff to be a running back coming over to the near side. 
over the 10-yard line. Looks like it's going to be enough for the first down. And the chains will move. First down and 10 for the Wildcats. And, again, I do want to apologize to our listeners, to our fans. We, we can't even identify who is running the ball. We can tell Wildcats, obviously, we're in the white uniforms, uh, are inside the uh, or outside the 10-yard line. But very, very difficult. We, we'd love to give you the uh, players that are, that are being shuffled in and out. But, uh, again, almost impossible to, to read the numbers on the, on the uh, players' handoff. Left side. Breaking a tackle, lunging forward, still on his feet, 25, got to be at 30, over the 35, pushed, uh, pushed down at about the 34, and again, trying to give credit to that young man. But I'm going to go off of body shape here, Mike, and say that with Heath Thomas in the backfield because I can only see a blurred version of his body. I believe it was Heath Thomas. It looked like Sam Allen's coming off the field. They might have a new quarterback in, Mike. Allen just went back on. It looks like he took came and got the play. He went oh. <laughs> well, he came to the sideline to get the play. Trying to look just between moisture trickling down these windows. Toss sweep to the near side. Got the 40 on his feet. 45 out to the 47-yard line. Nice carry there. That's number 30. Looks like Ty Cade. It is. Yeah. Ty Cade. Right. Sam Allen coming over to the sideline. He'll take the play. Number 42. Check in for the Wildcats. That's Drew Romero. One minute, 22 seconds remaining here in this game. Wildcats will pick up their sixth victory of the season. They will go to 6-1. and one. They'll be... Off sweep to the near side. Breaking tackle, still on his feet. Lunging forward inside the 40 to the 39-yard line. Trying again, get the number of the young man to give him credit. Nice, nice job of running. Looks like there was a mirror there, Mike. It is. Just called it out. Good job of running right there here in the late stages of the game. You know, he's a... Uh... Breaking a couple tackles, bringing some guys with him, picking up a good gain right there. Going to bring us under a minute right here to go in the game. Looks like Sam Allen coming from the sideline with the play call. Caleb Camplain also checking in, number 88. Able to catch him as he's going in off the sideline. Wildcats will improve to 5-0 in district play. Next week, they host the Gregory Portland Wildcats. They were trailing Victoria. Earlier, as we had a score update, Allen will take a knee, and the Wildcats, under 26 seconds, do not have to run another play. So the Wildcats will line up at the 50-yard line. Players on the field shaking hands as the Wildcats will pick up the victory tonight here at Buck Stadium, 57-6 to the final. Wildcats over the Miller Buccaneers. We'll be back with the Rabelais I Need postgame show right here. On 1360 KKTX. Clear. One minute, one minute. We're going to make it quick. All right, one minute.
10 seconds. Five seconds. Gotcha. All right, welcome back to the uh, Rabelais I&E postgame show. Coming to you from Buck Stadium, the final. The Canelo Wildcats 57-6 to over the Miller Buccaneers as the Wildcats will improve to 6-1. and The uh, Miller Bucks will drop to 0-6 as the uh, Wildcats now 5-0 and in district play. Looks like, uh, you know, tonight they had to come in and take care of business. They got some help from the Miller Buccaneers, a few turnovers, and uh, really just had the short end of the field tonight, Coach Duke. But, uh, you know, you come in here, you take care of business. Looks like everybody came out healthy. Some of the younger players got some playing time, and uh, we go on the next week as we wait for the uh, Gregory Portland Wildcats next week. Yeah, exactly what we are talking about, the pregame, Mike. You know, you uh, like to see this game, like to see uh, some new faces on the field. We, uh, I think our, our starting quarterback might have, I think Gage Lamb probably played, what, Maybe a, maybe a half a quarter there right there. How much? We brought in Sam Allen. He did some work. Uh, Gomez got in there and, and ran the ball a little bit. We had uh, um, Brown in there. A really big night. I think he scored three touchdowns tonight. So, uh, you know, it was good to see some new faces. In there. And like you said, the most important thing, coming out healthy, um, getting to work on a lot of things that we needed help on. Um, you know, just res- did a good job respecting our opponent, respecting the game, coming out early there in the uh, first quarter and putting up when we put up 35 in the first quarter. Four, yep, and then 49 here at the uh, you know at halftime, and then only coming up with the uh, that one touchdown play with a two-point conversion by Brown, and then Duff with the uh, two-point conversion. But right, you go at the end of the first quarter, you're leading 35 to zero, 49 at halftime, final 57 to six over the Miller Buccaneers. We'll have some stats for you. We'll uh, check in with our producer Brian Katana as we come back for the second half of our. Post game show brought to you by Rabelais INE. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. Clear. One minute, Brian, and you can check the scoreboard for us. We'll check in with you one more time. All right, sounds good. I think he said, just pause. Maybe, I Ten seconds. Five seconds. Gotcha. All right, welcome back to the Rabelais INE postgame show. Both teams have made their way off the field on a Friday night here at Buck Stadium. The Wildcats 57-6 to over the uh, Miller Buccaneers. Uh, Mike Guerrero alongside Coach Ryan Duke, our statistician, Coach Mike Brotherton. Definitely had our work cut out tonight. As uh, earlier today, we had some rain. Uh, when the game started, we had some windows were a little foggy, but tell you what, at halftime, uh, the windows had so much moisture that it was almost impossible 
for us to look out the window. So, uh, again, I'd like to thank Coach Brotherton, who uh, worked hard tonight to get these numbers for us. Uh, Ryan, what do we have? First downs for tonight, Callen ended up with 17 to Miller's 5. Rushing yards, we had 205 to Miller's 21. Passing yards, 113 to Miller's 10. For a total yard for the game, 318 for the Cats and 31 for the Miller Bucks. Penalties, 4 for 40 on our side, 5 for 30 on theirs. Rushing, Thomas had 6 carries for 49 yards. Brown ended up with 4 carries for 48 yards and 3 touchdowns. Weishart had one carry for 30 yards and a touch. Lamb had his early one carry for uh, 20 yards and a touchdown. Rushing for the Miller Bucks. Wade ended up carrying the ball 18 times for 35 yards. Thompson, 8 for 9. Passing tonight, Allen ended up 5 of 6 for 85 yards and a touchdown. The gate and Gage Lamb ended up 2 of 3 for 28 yards with two touchdowns. Silva ended up 2 of 5 for 10 yards, and Vasquez. Ended up with a goose egg, 0 for 10 with a pick. Receiving, Floyd has two catches for 47 yards. Gaddis had one for 30 with a touchdown. Robbie, two for 28 with two touchdowns. And receiving for the Miller Buccaneers, Thompson got one catch for nine yards. And Wade ended up with one catch for one yard. Ending in a final possession with the Cats, 23-37. And the Miller Buccaneers, 24-23. There you go. Those are our final numbers here from Buck Stadium. As we're going to check in one more time with our producer, Brian Katana, on our Rabelais INE scoreboard. Brian, we should have some finals coming in. What do you have for us? We do have a couple of finals. Uh, the Alice Coyotes are triumphant against the Moody Trojans, 42-0. Also triumphant are the Victoria West Warriors against the Toloso Midway Warriors. They won 42-0 also. And uh, wrapping it up in the fourth quarter is the Victoria East Titans against the Gregory Porton War Wildcats. They're leading 42-21 to against the Wildcats. Another fourth quarter score is the Lavernia Bears against the Rockport Fulton Pirates. The Bears are leading the Pirates 51-12. to Back to you, Mike. All right, that's uh, Brian Catano, our producer, helping us out with our Rabelais INE scoreboard. The uh, final from Buck Stadium, the Kalama Wildcats 57 Miller Buccaneers 6. We'll be back to wrap things up. You're listening to the postgame show brought to you by Rabelais INE. Back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. Clear. One minute, one minute. All right, one minute. Ten seconds. Five seconds.
All right, welcome back to our Rebelades INE postgame show, the final. The Carolina Wildcats 57 to 6 over the Miller Buccaneers. Wildcats just too much tonight to uh, to handle for the uh, Miller Buccaneers. The Buccaneers also aided the Wildcats with uh, we counted four turnovers in the first half. Uh, I don't remember the final numbers, Duke, but uh, it just seemed like uh, tonight was not the night for the Miller Bucks and the Wildcats were able to capitalize. And that's what good teams do, you know, they capitalize on the mistakes of their opponents. And that's what the Wildcats did tonight. Yeah, one of the things we talked about earlier, Mike, was uh, getting our offense rolling early, and that's exactly what we did. We ended up putting 35 points on the board here in the first quarter, getting some getting some new guys some looks. Um, just to go over some stats right here, the the Bucks only had 31 yards of total offense. So I mean, another stellar offense by our defense. I feel like week in week out, we uh we keep giving props to our defense. They've been playing playing their tails off the entire entire year. Um, you know, we had a little sluggish start to the second half, but, uh, I mean, we had a sluggish start up here, too, going through these windows. But, uh, you know, we ended up with only like 100, 100, 112 yards um, of total offense in the second half, but we had a lot of our backups in. And when we brought Brown in, you know, he, he touched the ball once and ended up scoring for his third touchdown of the night. So, uh, I mean, <clears throat> another great performance all around by our, our catch. You know, we won the turnover battle, like you were saying. We uh, I don't think – we turned the ball over one time, you know, with that uh, that touchdown. That, that Otherwise, for, but other than that, you know, it's a it's a shutout for our defense once again, and our offense seemed to be clicking there early. So, overall, it's a good team win. Uh, you know, getting some guys healthy, getting some guys in there to, uh, you know, get their feet wet, getting into this uh, tough part of our district. You know, we got three weeks left. It's going to be all on the line for that district championship. Going to bring in the the GP Wildcats, and then we got to go over to. Over to Flower Bluff, and then we finish the season at home against Victoria East. So, I mean, it's it's right there for our take, and we just got to come out and uh, play like we did today and play like we did the past couple weeks. There you go. Well, we, uh, again, the final from uh, Buck Stadium, the Wildcats 57 to 6. I'd like to thank again our sponsors for helping us out tonight Prosperity Bank. Also, like to thank Fila Chiropractic, Ainsworth Trucking, MC Welding and Fabrication. How about Fila Chiropractic, Atlas Tubular, uh, Division 16 Construction, Deluxe. Deluxe Tool and Supply over in Robstown. Access for just to name a few. Also like to thank Tiffany's Dance Studio just for kicks. All proud sponsors of the Cal Island Wildcats. Next week, Ryan, we do it again. Seven o'clock, the uh, coaches show. Seven fifteen, pregame show. Seven thirty, kickoff. We invite you to be with us as the Wildcats will host Gregory Portland at home. Come out and join us for the game. Bring your radio. We'll do our best to bring you play-by-play action. For Ryan Duke. Our coach, Ryan Duke, our color commentator, our statistician, Coach Mike Brotherton, our producer, Brian Quintana, back in the studio. I'm Mike Guerrero. Have a great weekend. Good night. God bless. We'll do it again next week. All right. We're clear. Okay, Brian. Appreciate your help, man. We'll do it again next week, buddy. Appreciate it. Sounds Thanks. good. Have a good night. All right, man. Thanks a lot, buddy. That's so quick.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details.